2: Was that done, guess what year that was done? Mm, I'm
3: gonna say 1974. Sounds
2: 70s, doesn't it? 69, really. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm always hungry. No, 1969 is the year that that song, um, by Johnny Thunder. I don't know if he's still alive. Ironically, I think he might be dead. Oh, he might be. Um, so it turns out it was a shotgun wedding. Don't say that, it was a shotgun wedding. On the day they fell in
3: love, there were three walking down the aisle. As a product of such speculation, myself. So
2: is my sister. No
3: shame in. It? No, no, no. Speculation. Okay. I wasn't. Uh,
2: okay. Well, all right. They're fine. You say you say that, and that's.
3: Um... It's just happy news. Let's just all be glad. Oh. That's
2: nice. What's that? Sounds like uh,
3: 1950. What's
2: this? Oh. These are the top ten... What's this? Top... The 11 most obvious song rip-offs in music history. All right, so what's... What? All right. Is that the same thing? No. No. Okay.
4: Oh, yeah, i playing
2: along with my baby, oh yeah,
1: Midnight.
2: That's rubbish. Um, so it turns out that um, it was a shotgun wedding that she won. We've done the maths. We've done the maths. She- Megan was pregnant. When they had the wedding. Was she, though? So yep. it was
3: five months ago. Yep. She's due in spring. No, no, no.
2: They said spring baby. It will come It will come January.
3: No. That'll be winter.
2: Yeah. Oh, the royal family. Lying. Um, so there's now loads of conspiracy theories about the baby. My theory is that it's a shotgun one. And that's fine. That's a very old-fashioned phrase. You couldn't have an heir to the throne, though, um, having a baby out of wedlock.
3: Well, they haven't. He's not an heir to a throne. It's a throne.
2: He is an heir to the throne. No, he'd have to uh, be. He's
3: like ninth or something.
2: No, no, no. Whoa. What are you, who are you talking about?
3: Uh, I'm talking about Harry.
2: Harry's not ninth.
3: He is or something. He's, uh, right, so you've got his brother, all no, his brother's kids. No, 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 no. Then I him. Mean,
2: yeah. No, well, first of all, you missed out Charles. Yes. Secondly. All right. Okay, fine. Well, let's just do a worst case scenario. Charles gets blown up. I don't Charles gets murdered, mm. right? And Prince William is so distraught he has a heart attack and dies. Right. So you're saying Prince George is going to be the king? Yes. Now.
3: That's what would happen. He'd, no, have, to no, have, he'd no, have to have. He'd have to have a thingy, a regent, It'd be. A no,
2: pri- no, 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 no. <laughs> You've seen too many movies. No. It's, it's not it's the, the th- law. It's not the uh, the 1900s. It's not thousands of years ago.
3: Uh, mm, mm. Yeah. It is in in terms of that.
2: Right. So he becomes the king of England, and he makes up all the rules.
3: He probably. Would... I give out sweets to everybody. He would probably have. I Everyone to serve me. I'm five. He would probably Xbox
2: now. <laughs> Xbox. I don't want to go to bed. That's the King of England. Yes, you're, you're, you're loco tonight. You're loco. you have been smoking the wacky backy. It wouldn't work. I've seen films. This is what would happen. Sure, he'd become the
3: King of England. Yeah, then there'd be Prince Richard. Re- Please be quiet and let me do <gasps> oh, this. Stop talking balls, then
2: is what the, Harry would say, because Harry would become the um, ipso facto, de facto king, right? And he would take over. And he would then um, send George off to work in a gulag in Siberia. Wow. I know how royalty works. Um, good evening, Sadiq. Uh, Ian Lee, have you watched Johnny English yet, the new Mr Bean film? Um, well, gosh, that's a confusing thing. I have watched the Johnny English, yes, the new Mr Bean film, Yes. Did you like it? I liked the bit when he burnt down that restaurant. Yeah, but um, do you think they were big number four? I've got my fingers crossed, Sadiq. I'm quite late to the Johnny English Mr Bean franchise, and I've got to say, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it, Sadiq?
4: Yeah, it was really funny. I liked it. What was your favourite
2: bit? Everything. I wish they'd make another one. It'd be more funnier. I like... I wish... Yeah, I would... I like... Because I like his assistant in it. What's his name? Bong? Boff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Boff goes, should we put some petrol in the Aston Martin, Johnny English, Mr Bean? Well no, we don't need to do that. It'll be fine. Then it runs out petrol. The only one
4: I didn't like in Mr Bean's holiday. That was rubbish. Which
2: one? Mr. Bean's Holiday. You know that Mr. Bean and Johnny English are played by the same person, but they are different characters. Yeah, I know. I like the Mr. Bean on Holiday. That's the one where he goes on a train, isn't it? I didn't like it. It wasn't that funny. I you're, Sadiq, one. you're wrong. That is a great movie, and I challenge yeah, you to five, a fight six, to the six, death. Six, seven, I challenge you to a. F- How old are you, Sadiq? Twenty-five. Oh, yeah. in, that, in that case, I challenge you to two fights to, to two deaths. You you up for it?
4: I can't have a fight, I'm in Leicester, I live in Leicester. What do you mean, you, what,
2: have they banned fighting in Leicester or something?
4: No, I don't believe in violence because I'm Muslim, I don't believe
2: in all Whoa, that. Whoa, hey, listen, I'm a Christian, I don't believe in violence. But come on, if no one's looking, Sadiq, who's going to know?
4: My mum says wrong, right, I'm wrong, I have to respect my mum because she's
2: older. Alright, I'll fight your mum to the death then, how's about that?
4: No, no.
2: Alright, I'll let your mum off. Um, anything else, Sadiq? Uh, what's your
4: favourite... Um, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for Bad Boys 3? That's coming out.
2: <laughs> you love the sequels, don't you? You're a big fan of the sequels. i tell you what I'm yeah. waiting for. I am waiting... Actually, it's probably out now, and I might go and see it this weekend. I'm looking forward... It's not a... Se- oh, no! I'm looking forward to Goosebumps 2. I haven't seen that. Go- I haven't seen it. Goosebumps is funny and it's scary, and Goosebumps 2 looks scary, as does the house with the clock in the walls. That looks really good. Do you like know Harry Potter. Um, yeah, you know, it's all right. It's all right. Have you read the books? Have you read the book? No, Um. due to a, an accident when I was a child, I'm unable to read Um. Uh, magical books.
4: Are you lying? Yes. Ian, I was I was really shocked you didn't win,
2: and I'm a celebrity. I was really sad Dude, that you didn't win. me as well, Sadiq. I should have, they told me I was going to win. That's the only reason I went in there for. Yeah, no, I felt sorry for
4: you because you're really clever. You did
2: a strawberry, that clever. was wrong what you did. Really clever. I I know, I know. Um, but here's the thing they weren't real strawberries. Every one of those strawberries was a tiny little actor. Yeah, but I was still wrong what you did, you They lied. were delicious strawberries, Sadiq. And don't give me that you're a Muslim, you'd never have stolen them. Amir Khan is a Muslim. He was praying every day, and yet he still stole strawberries.
4: I know you're right, but at any end of the day, you won't go to heaven if you lie.
2: Um, I'm t- well, I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth. They were delicious strawberries. Yeah, but we believe in right and wrong. Think about it. If you did a good
4: thing, you go to heaven if you're a good person and you don't lie ever on TV.
2: Sadiq, you've, you've just metaphorically spanked my body, and I appreciate that, and you've given me a lot to think about, brother. Thank you. I am giving advice, but I want you to be a good person, not to lie ever on TV. <laughs> All right, I'll try not to, mate. Thank you for being so kind. It's nice to talk to you. We'll speak again soon.
3: Bye, Sadiq. <laughs> says 25-year-old Sadiq. I Twenty-five. He was 25-year-old, about... honestly, Sadiq. He... No, I think he was. No. 25. Come on. Come on. I think he was. No. Yes. No. Totally. That was a definite two for The Little Mermaid, that. No, no. Yes.
2: Oh, can we step out of camera range? No. Want to do something? No, Are it's clients, fine. I'll step out of camera range. No. Yeah.
3: 25.
2: Come on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hey, so far, every caller we've got starts with an S. Mm-hmm. Let's see how far we can go with it. I wonder these. if
3: they're all 25.
2: Let's go to Sean. Good evening, Sean. Are you 25? Uh, 55. Should prove it. What year were you born? 1963. No, Hang on a second. Yeah, he's right. OK, what you got for us, old man? <laughs> what you got for us,
5: granddad? Oh, I'll just say, I love your show, man.
2: All right, all right, you bum liquor. We haven't got time for that. We all know it's a great show. Get to the point. Um, your, your banter about the gay cake the other
5: night had me in stitches, mate.
2: Gays should not so be allowed fun. to eat that cakes. Was... It's as simple as that.
5: <laughs> it was good stuff, sorry. Um, th- Noah, on the subject of films just now, uh, have, you, have, you, have you seen a film called uh, Four Lions?
2: Oh, yeah, yes, I have. The Chris Morris film. Yeah, yeah, about um, uh, terrorism. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, funny.
5: When the funniest film was ever seen. That's all. That's it's all a good. F- it's made. a
2: good film, isn't it? It's really interesting. I've not seen it for a long time. Surreal. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's. It's. Well, I don't, I don't know. if It's surreal, but it, it's interesting in as much as the character that we all laugh at at the start, um, Chicken Cottage proper halal bruv, that guy. Yeah. And because he's the funniest character, then of course towards the end of the film, right at the end of the film. You realise that he's probably got learning difficulties. He's he's, he he is um, he is mentally challenged, and so where we've been laughing because we thought he was, I thought he was a well written, very funny comedy character. He was actually a child in a man's. Body, yeah, very yeah, scared, it, confused, yeah. lost child.
5: I and think the best bit was when they did the video when he had the um, the gun with the Action Man gun.
2: Oh, I don't... I do yeah. not. It's a long time since I've said... Because I used <laughs> to love Chris you, Morris. Where
5: did you get the gun from? Action Man. And he goes, no, it's because he's got big hands, <laughs> isn't it? Here we go.
2: I used to love Chris Morris. Day to day, and, brass oh, eye and Jam.
5: sign and but, but what happened? Where is... Do you remember the day to day, Yeah, I just mentioned it. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, Of course
2: I did. Um, yeah, I remember the first happened. time I saw the day to day, it was... Um, they were showing a... Um, Spoof trails for TV programs from the decades, and I didn't know what this program was, and turned on, and there's um, some like '50s footage of someone being hanged on television, and <laughs> yeah. some footage from 1962 of a man getting a blogger. Yeah. Well, I'm a and um, the MTV parody. I'm about to be filleted by a group, and I, did, I for for 30 seconds. I thought it was real. Here's the questioner: What is Chris Morris doing now? I'd love to know. Well, We'll find out, Sean. Thank I you.
5: I think he's. For- I think he's terrific. I think. It- I think
2: he's terrific as well. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Where the hell is Chris Morris? Actually, I know people who probably know and could could um, ask him. But day to day was a great program. Great, and it still stands the test of time. Very, very funny. 344 three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number lots to talk about lots to talk about tonight um, if you are the product of uh, illegitimacy uh, call in now and confess your sins this is the late night alternative on talk radio the late night alternative with Ian Lee yeah.
1: unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation
2: on talk radio we have ways of making you talk Kath and I have a great argument behind the scenes which we can't We can't go into on air, because it's, frankly, it's it's libelous, it's offensive. And, um, you know, let's go third caller, beginning with S. It's Stephen!
5: Hi, Ian. Hi, Catherine. Hello. Right, Ian, music. I was going to give you a music poser, because I know you like...
2: Go on, I'll answer it immediately. Oh, you just reminded me! Oh! Oh, nothing, carry on, just reminded me of something, carry on, carry on, as you were, just reminded me of, this show is about, this show is going to be something very, very special, just reminded me, Stephen, thank you, something very special, you don't know about this, Catherine, you don't know about this, Sam, well, both of you would if you... I nearly swore then, if you effing paid attention. If you effing paid attention, you'd know exactly what's going on. But you don't pay attention. You effing swear at me. You don't pay attention. Sam doesn't pay attention. Catherine doesn't pay attention. Oh, just come in and do the show and take the money. No, not me. The show is my blood. It's in my DNA. Tonight's show is going to be... wicked. Yes, Stephen? Right, first
5: of all, I know you're not particularly into classical, but can I recommend that you go and see Paul G and Bess at the Coliseum? Um, on. It's the first time it's been on in London for apparently 30-odd years. I, I, would,
2: I would say that... Hang on, when is Paul Jim Bess isn't classical. That's opera. Well,
5: well that's what I mean. Uh, well, well the I opera
2: mean, and classical is different. Well... Yes.
5: It's not... A, they're not a million is,
2: miles away, but they're different. They're They're certainly in the basement of HMV.
5: Yeah, and... A little-known fact well, I mean, among some is that the Gershwin brothers stipulated, back in the 1920s, I mean, early days, that whenever it was performed, it had to be performed by black singers.
2: They right. couldn't, couldn't be backed up well, by white Well, that's racist. That's <laughs> racist. That's racist. They're dead now. I want an all-white Paul G. and Bess, otherwise I'm not going. <laughs> I want an all-white, in-wheelchair Paul G. and Bess, but I don't want the people who are in the wheelchairs to need wheelchairs. That's what I want. Kiss it, Gershwin, you, you dead schmuck.
5: Right. Now, can I give you the, my poser? Right, well, there were a couple of them. But I see see how fast you can get this, because I know you've got a quick musical brain. A very quick
2: musical brain. One of the quickest, one of the musicalists, and one of the brainiest brains.
5: Which two Beatles songs... Here we go. ...contradict each other in the message they give?
2: Are you talking about what money can buy you?
5: Can you specify which
2: two songs? Yeah, Money uh, um, Can't Buy Me Love. I don't care too much for money, because Money Can't Buy Me Love. But hang on a second. In She's Leaving Home, fun is the one thing that money can buy.
5: No,
2: the other one. Uh, Well, no, 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 no. No, no. I've got it right, but it doesn't fall within your faulty parameters. You know the one I was thinking of? Yeah, which is wrong.
5: Um, That's what I want.
2: Because money, that's what I want, that's what I want. Hang on, Okay, well, you're about to get destroyed now. First of all, they (laughs) didn't write that. 1.1, they didn't write that. Second, how does money, that's what I want, contradict money, I don't care too much for money, money don't buy me love? It's not a contradiction.
5: But listen to them, because one, he's saying, money can't buy me love, it's not
2: worth that. Yeah, but in the other one, he's not saying money can buy me love, he's saying, I want money. (laughs) For drugs (laughs) and guitars. So you're incorrect, whereas I am correct. Um, uh, money can't buy me love. Uh, fun is the one thing that money can buy. That's an actual contra- contradiction.
6: Well, can I run another couple Buy you, not the Beatles? OK, well, if, I
2: mean, it, 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 let's hope they're a little bit better thought out than that one. Deflection. <laughs> well, this one. <laughs> it's, it's, Monday, it's, it's Monday. It's Monday, I'm feeling it's spunky. It's difficult to phase
5: it without giving it away. OK, which two songs? I won't give the artist name because that would be a dead giveaway, yeah. which two songs are about relationships, romantic relationships with the opposite sex Jeez. and they sort of
2: contradict each other. My
3: God. Um, That's like saying I'm thinking of a song. What? No, you're no, no. not even saying who it's by. So two songs, so, so, of so of there one- are,
2: you're telling me there are only two songs that contradict no. each other? i better give a clue then. It's about
5: a mature man with a much younger female. Right. And we're going back.
2: Will the mm. young, young girl get out of my life? Yes, that's G- one. Gary Puckett. And, um, yes. uh, well, I don't know, Little Children? That wasn't Gary Pocket, was it? O- only 16? Only 16?
5: Uh, no, that wasn't the one I was thinking of. <laughs> the one way says, you're ready now. When I met you, you were too young. Well, don't she's grown know. up
3: then.
2: That's the sequel to it. First one, you're too young. <laughs> I'd love to because you're fit well you're hot because I'm a dirty american pervert from the 60s but i i can't do it because because at some point in about 10 20 30 years time this stuff is going to be frowned upon but then the next single she comes back and she is legal and he's like yeah wow yeah they might frown on it but they can't do me for it not even in the in the 1980s thanks Stephen. But- that was uh, that was 03444991000
3: <laughs> i'm thinking of a song can you guess what it is uh-
2: <laughs> Mo, are you going to play or are you going to be mean who me? I want to be nice, as always. No, 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 not as always. Come on, man, not as always. You come on and you you snipe. And I, listen, if you want to come on and play play the game with us, then I'd love oh, to have you on to play the, the game? game. But if you're going to just come on and snipe and be mean, it, it's not that show, man. There's so many other shows where you can go and do that, and you, we don't game? want you here. What's the game, mate? The game is, you know what the game is, Mo. The, the game is, you phone up and we have a laugh, and that's it. You phoning up and having a pop at me or having a pop at Kath, that's just mean and miserable. No one likes it, none of the listeners like it, um, and, and it just creates a dark vibe, which I don't want on my show. So it's entirely up to you, Mo. By the way, Kath doesn't want you to come on the air anymore. I'm the one that's had I don't to think say...
3: You, I don't think you can play the game.
2: Exactly, and I'm the one that said, well, let's just let's just give him a few more chances, because I want is him... No there he's not he's not on, Mo. There we go. Um, Ian, how about you invite me to the studio? I think that's a good idea. To be honest. Yeah, sure. What are you doing on Saturday? <laughs> Nothing. Okay, fine. Well, um, Saturday evening, ten o'clock. Yeah, why not? All right, Mo. Come to talk radio Saturday evening, ten o'clock. That should be fun. Let's go to uh, Alan Caddick. Ain't you mean? No, I don't. Uh, that was that was last week, and I kind of feel we've done that. We're back. We're back to well, Sam's calling me. Keeps calling me. I know. Who does? Sam. Well, Sam is a young man who's um, experimenting, and I say good luck to him. Hey, have you seen the film, The Dewey Cox Story? Walk the Line. Have you seen that? Have you seen that, Alan? I've seen the Jimmy version. It's a spoof of that. It's not great. It's got um, John C. Riley in it, who I like a lot. I thought Steve Brule. He's in um, uh, Step Brothers. He's. I think he's funny, and I watched it. It's yeah. not It's not a great film, but there are some funny bits in it. There's a very funny scene with the Beatles in it. I'm Paul oh. McCartney. I'm the leader of the Beatles. I'm George Harrison, the lead guitarist. I just want to get more songs on the album. i John Lennon. <laughs> it's funny. It's, that bit was funny. The rest of it, ah, it touch and go. Is it on was... Netflix? Ah, probably. So it's, out there, it's out there. I watched a good film this weekend. Oh, what's that? It's called American Animals. American Friends, American Animals. I'm going to, right? No spoilers here, guys, because that's not what we do here. But it's a true story about these um, students that wanted to steal these really rare books worth millions of dollars. And it's great because it's half documentary, half movie. And the way they cut between the two. This isn't really a spoiler. It's a stylistic spoiler. But there's one bit. Where um, the guy playing one of the guys is in the car, and the real guy gets in, and the actor says, "Is this how you remember it?" He, the other one, the the real guy goes, uh, "Not really, but if Steve says it was like this, I'm, I'm happy to go along with that." And it's just beautiful,
7: really beautiful.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's it's a lovely stylized piece. I really enjoyed it. Oh, composing. And today, oh, I got to spend twenty minutes. In the company of the director of the Mister Rogers movie, we talked, we laughed, and we cried, and we hugged, Are you and get we the kissed, show? and we touched, and we touched. No, mate, I just spent twenty minutes with him and, and didn't record it to broad- broadcast on Wednesday night show, you muppet. Ah, uh, no. So, um, yeah, um, that fans. I have No, um, you're not talking about contradictory songs. What? What, what kind of songs? But about women, contradictory, contradictory. Okay, yeah. I can remember third one. Go on then. Robert Palmer, she makes my day. Who? Who what? Robert Palmer. Yes.
8: She makes my day. Well, what does that contradict? I mean, how can you make someone's
2: day? No.
3: Oh, Alan, have you never had someone make your day?
2: No. no Okay. Have you ever had anyone make your breakfast? I make my own breakfast. Have you ever had anyone make your lunch? I do my own lunch. Have you ever had anyone make you a sandwich? I do my own sandwich. No one's ever made you a sandwich. No one. Even when you were a baby. No, I had to do all that myself. Wow, you've had it hard. I was stealing your act there as well. When he say something, say something stupid. Go on, and I'll, I'll show you the bit of your act I've, I've Okay,
3: teeth are made out of hair.
2: Oh, that's what you do. You go oh.
3: Yeah, Kath, this weekend,
2: we had a... What were you talking about? Great written down teeth. here. Teeth. Talking about teeth. And she, and she went... And you
3: said something about your teeth being made out of hair. Oh, I was
2: well. joking that my teeth are made out of hair. And you went, well, yeah, they are, aren't they? I went, what? Well,
3: it kind of is. And you went,
2: you their went, teeth are made out of hair. I said, no, they're not. She <laughs> said, well, rhinoceros horn is made out of hair. Yeah. I said, yeah, it may be... It's like compacted hair. But teeth is not rhinoceros. You don't <laughs> Teeth get, is not
4: rhinoceros You all. do not
2: get Chinese um, uh, men who are unable to achieve erections going around stealing teeth from people and grinding it down and rubbing it on their penis or whatever they do, snorting it up their bunghole, whatever it is they do. Because <laughs> the, your tooth is not made of hair. You genuinely thought teeth was made of hair. I
3: so thought it was made out of the same, same stuff as your fingernails in a... Well, it's... Well, it's not. Well, that would be wrong, wouldn't it? It's not. You'd be having to cut them teeth.
2: Is, teeth is not bone, but it's it's close to bone.
3: Right. Well, isn't a, a rhino horn close to bone?
2: No. Depends. Dep- depends, depends. Who's riding the rhino? What no.
3: about tusks?
2: Uh, it's a great album.
3: What about tusks, though? Elephants' tusks are they teeth or are they horns?
2: They're, listen, that's iv- they're ivory. That's you. They're ivory.
3: So are my teeth ivory
2: then? Oh, for God's sake. It's like doing a show with an. uh, It's like doing a show with a corpse, a rotting corpse. Um, We'll speak to Nigel after this. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
3: I don't think he knows that.
2: Okay, well, you got that. (coughs) Oh, dear. 03444991000, the late-night alternative. I'm Ian Lee. I stole some strawberries and I'm a celebrity. Catherine Boyle is here. Yes. Not done much of of note so far, but she's got another 25, 30 years to go. I've got my fingers crossed for you. She was scratching. But I won't say what. Uh, you can call it about anything you my, want. My beard. <laughs> so, three. so uh, a very big day for me today.
3: Oh, uh, tell us why. I'll
2: tell you why. Because I used a new barber. It's always a big deal for a gentleman going to a new barber. Six barbers in the tiny high street where I live. Six. And, um, and I, went, I went to one. I picked one that had been recommended to me on a Facebook page. And uh, I got all the gossip on why there are six barbers. It involves drug dealing. It involves potential drug dealing. Um, it involves marital infidelity, betrayal, backstabbing.
3: But most of all, it involves gossip. Oh, it
2: was great. I picked totally the right hairdresser and t- and t- to get my hair cut and to ask why there are six hairdressers in the street. But she was great. Cathy was great. Um, cut my hair. And here's the, here's the thing, right? And it's, it's a decent haircut, right? Here's the thing. First time I've had a haircut and not had my beard trimmed. I'm going bushy beard. I'm going Bellamy. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I don't care what nobody says. Have you ever grown a beard, Nigel? Uh, uh, no, I've grown a moustache. I bet you'd look. I've just drawn on my arm. I bet you'd look. Um, I bet you'd look sexy in a moustache. Yeah, I did look okay. Yesterday. like a distinguished um, mm. um, porn star or a police officer <laughs> or a police officer that <laughs> moonlighted like as a porn star. it very star. much. I didn't have it on for long. No, you got. You got to let it grow. Let, no, it like it. let it grow, let like it grow. Can't hold tell it. Tell you back. what I have
9: done yesterday. I, I, I'm sorry to say, but I feel I still I feel awful about Mum dying. Well, Terrible, well, dude. I, uh, today's been a bad day, and last night um, I kept waking up, and so I really don't know what to do about it. No one's come to see me about the bereavement to talk to me at home. I've had no, no counselling, you know.
2: Do you um, not have to? Um, c- can you not speak to your doctor to put you in well, the direction of that? You, I, I think did, you have. To, I, 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 think, I
9: think they got I... a note through to the doctor, but I, you have to keep on and on to yes, them. You these days. You yes, to you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You do. You do. Otherwise, they just don't get back to you. You do
2: exactly. You've Someone, got to.
9: Uh, I met this girl today in a shop, and she said that I don't. I've got to keep on to yeah,
2: them. you've got to keep badgering uh, them.
9: I um I coloured my hair yesterday last night. I coloured my hair gosh. dark
2: blonde. Golly golly gosh! I was not. I was not. It looks I na- it not... natural. It's, I'll just be quiet. Turn yeah. my turn our mics off. or we'll just let Nigel do his bit. Go.
9: It looks natural. I coloured it. I coloured it dark. Dark um. Was that blonde? You know. So you can answer me, Ian. It's okay. So. No. That 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 I thought it would look terrible, but it doesn't. It's my natural colour when I was younger, anyway. So so there we go. I got me my natural colour back for three pounds fifty. <laughs> so yeah, what do you think about that, Ian? Ian, what do you think I... about that? Do you think it's
7: good
9: that I've done it? I'll sing uh, you a song no. in a minute. OK. No. Ian? Hello? Yeah, Ian? Hello?
2: Hello, Ian. Hello? I'm here. Is Vic there? No, Vic's not here. Do you remember that song? <laughs> no. It's a good song, that. The guy next door to us was called Vic. Uh, uh,
9: about the band that you was on about trying to find a band for me.
2: Is Vic there? Do you
9: remember that song, Cass? No. It's a good song.
3: Oh, I've
2: never I've heard
9: it of it. My sister's called Vic. Is Vic there? I don't know if Vic when I get a cold. Um. <laughs> oh. That's a good song. I vape when I get cold.
2: Hang on, there we go. This is this is the song. This is um, the, listen to this. This is this is the this is the kind of music you should be doing, Nigel. I think. Go ahead. <laughs> Singing in it. I'm sure they say it's Victor. I think there is some in a minute. Hang on.
1: The night is young, the mood is mellow, and there's music in my ears. Say it's Victor.
2: It's Victor. That's bit rubbish. Who is singing that? It's a pop group called Department S. It's,
9: it sounds like that singer that was in a... That one that was in lots of... Uh, in a group that's Phil Collins. Quite old now. It De- sounds Depeche like... Mode, Depeche, Depeche
2: Mode, I think. Depeche Mode. sounds like... I thought it sounded more like um, Joy Division, but yeah,
9: Depeche Mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- that type of singing, That yeah. type of singing. Yeah, the singing. punk rock The era. punk rock
2: bands of the 1970s. has the punk rock not it? The punk rock bands of the mm. 90s. 19- oh, what was the... um Do you remember... The, hang on a minute. It's... Yeah. Um, uh, do you remember uh, this is a great song. Dismash dismash. No, no, do you remember do you remember this? You'll know this one, Catherine. This is a this is a great song. Do you remember this? Hmm.
9: No, I've never heard that before. There
1: you go. You know, I remember punk rock like, like it was, was only, only yesterday. yesterday. Or oh, Mr. Boscock on my shoulder singing in that extra special way. Yes, I remember punk rock, and I recall all those melodies by the Clash, the adverts, wire, internet, imagine, ATV.
9: Sounds like um, Peter Stringfellow singing.
2: <laughs> it does actually, yeah, it
9: does. Yes, I I, I, um, I'm going to his club sometime in the
2: week. What? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm
9: gonna, I've got the money saved. I'm going to.
2: No touching.
9: I'm going to have a look at those dancing
2: girls. You know, well, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. <laughs> they
9: come around the tables.
2: No, they don't. They dance on the tables. Here's the thing. Oh. That was quick. That was quick.
9: Yeah, but they get Kath celebrities. Hasn't got it there. Yet. They Kath's get got celebrities. It. You can
2: uh, you can meet Carly Minogue there because someone told well, me. Well, here's the thing, though, Nigel. Here's the thing. Mm. You can get more bang for your buck mm. if you go to a local lap dancing club. You'll yeah. string fellows. I've been to string fellows years ago. Got, that, got when they're freaks. I was a celebrity. It's
9: quiet? Is it quiet in there?
2: No, it's noisy and oh. it is expensive. Whereas if you go to a lo- if you if you want to see like you know women taking their clothes off and dancing yeah. around in thongs, doesn't no, really, really.
9: No, well,
2: then don't go. Save your money.
9: No, I was just going there hoping to meet a celebrity. No. they told me that they get lots of celebrities come in.
2: No, you can't really guarantee it.
9: You might go there and pay all that money and not see one. Yet.
2: Exactly.
9: Yeah, I wanted to do, do a song for mum. Go on then. Because I, I feel depressed and this will help me feel a bit better if I could do it. So the, the one I normally do, I miss
2: you, that one. Here's the thing, Here's the thing, right? Here's, this is my job. My and Kath's job, right, Yeah. is very loosely is to make the most entertaining show.
9: A lot of people might not have heard this one. Yes,
2: they will. We mm. aim to make the most entertaining, surprising, different show. And boy, oh, boy, after 11 is mm. it going to get different. Are we talking to the sex person yeah. after that? I, I after that, do
9: another, a different one another night. I a think a different song. one tonight. Well, I haven't got one ready. Well, then, I? Uh, then...
2: I've got this one ready at the okay, moment. Okay. Well, is I'm that... gonna. Then I'm afraid, Nigel. I don't want to appear cold.
9: Well, I can. Do, you can come come back to me after the next caller, then. Okay. And you can get one ready. Uh, can I do uh, Kerry Fergus? That no.
4: One? no, God, no! I
2: hate uh, that one. A uh,
9: dream, a dream is a is a. Is I a... want an
2: upbeat song. An upbeat song. But I haven't got any pop ones. Well, that's what we want. Because it's Monday night, it's 20 to 11, we haven't yeah, had have
9: time to look at anything you've else. Had you,
2: you've had your whole life.
9: So, uh, what about that band you were trying to find? Department S? No, the band you said you'd try and find me a band to drum in. Oh, uh, have you any
2: luck with I've it I've not yet? had a chance to look, no. Oh, you, oh it's going to take time, is it? Well, I've got uh, to, first of all, I've got to remember, and it, I've got it, to do, you know, when, when I've got nothing yeah. else to do in my life, yeah. then I will have a little Google and see what I can find. But was you serious about it, though? Well, I was serious about Googling it and seeing if I could find something in your area, yeah. Yeah,
9: oh, you wasn't joking, because people on Facebook said you was having me on. Well, people on Facebook are assholes. Yeah. So ah, whereas I'm a good it. guy. I yeah. will yeah. have a look. I yeah. didn't look this yeah. weekend.
2: If, if I'm honest, I forgot. But yeah. I will have a look at some point. Don't get too excited, because yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. Um, mm. And I'll see if there's a band nearby that has that is would be willing to take on someone with your skills mm. to play the old drummingtons.
9: The reason I wanted to do that song was because it's quieter than all the pop songs. No, I know, but
2: we've heard noise. it. No, we've heard it so much. I know, we've heard hmm. it so much. And I don't want to sound mean. But... Well,
9: I'll try and find something better. Oh, okay. All right.
2: All I'll right. right th- and, and call you back. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Nigel. Bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late
10: night conversation. <laughs> Wealth losing
2: sleep the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, Catherine has just shown me her camel toe. <laughs> No. What you got? What are you displaying?
3: There's this thing in the um, where is it in the Sun online that um, eBay and Amazon have started selling knickers with a built-in camel toe. Wow! <laughs> I mean, for most women, that's the look you try to avoid, but apparently, it's big in Asia.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's the thing: apparently, um, camel toes are big down under. Come on, guys. <laughs>
3: And so it's it, padded with silicone in the front to create so, the but, illusion of...
2: As you said, it makes it look like you've got a...
3: Big fat one. Yeah,
2: it really does.
3: Oh, Why would you want that? that? I
2: get embarrassed by camel toe.
3: So do I.
2: It's, um...
3: I've changed outfits before when I thought they might be a hint of one. Do you
2: remember what Carol Vorderman once appeared on a BBC Saturday evening quiz wearing green trousers, I think they were? It's like the Britain's na- quiz of the nation or yeah. something. And you could, see, you could see virtually inside of her. Oh, <laughs> God. It was it was I mean uh, you know, it's a silly thing, but I feel sorry for camels. Surely we must have reached a stage where we don't need to fanny shame camels. Haven't we? O three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Who have we got at
3: eleven o'clock? Uh we have got
2: And why have we got them?
3: Well, I mean okay, here's the thing. We when go. I was looking through the papers earlier on, yes. um I noticed that there was a sex doll rental business. Oh Rental. Well I'm in, single. In uh, Birmingham. In the Birmingham area, yeah. um, but they had um, had a run recently of oh. women wanting dolls that looked like their dead husbands.
2: So what? then on. What do the male sex dolls do? You sit on them? I guess. And they look like dead husbands. Well,
3: they they look like the husbands when they were alive. I would imagine. Okay. So you know, it's widows.
2: Yeah, they are very weird yeah
3: <laughs> no widows oh i'm
2: sorry i missed that message and they're coming on at 11
3: yeah i've not
2: got issues with a sex doll a sex doll is basically a very very posh wink mm-hmm. that's all it is mm-hmm. is that in my days you used to either put a condom on or wear a glove those that was how you went posh nowadays you've got a, you've got a sex doll fine
3: i just think the storage yeah. apart from anything else is going to be problematic
2: i i um yeah well okay um let's go to simon good evening simon Good evening. How are we? I'm good, thank you, Simon. What have you got?
8: Oh, we've got lots and lots and lots for you tonight, <clears throat> but I'll keep it brief. Um, will somebody please just give Nigel a break and make him famous?
2: Um, Because yeah. that's how show business known, works.
8: I've never known anyone
2: so focused. A fo- focused, you say? Gosh, that's not yeah. how I describe uh, the N from the M, but okay. Well, I mean, at the end of the day,
8: I get a load of celebrities in my cab. Yeah. And he's welcome to pay me a huge entrance fee what? sitting here. What? And I'll take my top off if that's what he wants. I'm
2: very confused as to what... First of all, you want him to be famous. Now you want to strip for him. This has turned into a very peculiar...
8: Well, save him going to Stringfellows. Uh, anyway, that, yeah.
2: That's, that's, yeah. By the by. that's by,
8: by the, the by. By the by.
2: By the so, by. By the by.
8: So, uh, I, I did have a little watch of you last night and your... Uh, your your broadcast, which is quite oh, good. Oh, I
2: did a couple of little broadcasts. One was for my record label, and the other one was I did, like, a little spontaneous TV show on my YouTube channel. I'm thinking of doing yeah. one. I can't do it this Sunday, because I've got the kids. But I'm thinking of doing a little live... Phone-in shows, Sunday nights around about 9 or 10 o'clock, something like that. Just from my computer. Got the green screen. I'm going to set the green screen up so I can be in exotic locations and people can Skype in. I can bully someone who claims to have worked with us, by the way. And um, it can get a little bit weird. There was a guy who was just being weird, and I ordered him to phone up, and he did. And he said that he'd worked with us. What he'd been in the, the the building one New Year's Eve that we'd been stuck in here and couldn't escape. And he worked with he worked for Sports sometimes and worked with Mike Mendozoff and people like that. But he's been a bit weird. Uh, anyway, so I might I'm thinking if YouTube.com/slash Ian Lee bashy Boshi. I'm thinking I can't yeah. do it this Sunday because I've got the boys. But I'm thinking of maybe Sunday nights doing a, nine o'clock doing a little little show. It was I had a couple of hundred people watching at one point. That was good. That was great. But I, I really envy you actually in in that respect because
8: obviously you're making the most of your new home. Yep. And you you know you're you're turning it into you know the the, 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 the castle of
2: Ian Lee. Yeah, castle of Ian um, Lee. Great theme park.
8: And and the reason I envy you is because I'm in a situation where the the, the, home, the home I have and the place where I live is not. A pleasant experience for me in fact it's so bad that the only i only go there to to sleep really um the thought of spending any time there hey you, listen just, man that was know.
2: me for two years living in a, in a place where I, I can relate
8: yeah hated it. i can relate because i'm hoping that i might have found somewhere to go to now which yes, And I mean, i've got all these all these plans going in my mind of what i'm going to do yeah. and i'm going to put this there and that's going to go there and you know, so I, I kind of, I kind of, I definitely get where you've been on that journey. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 totally. It, it's horrible. It's, it's horrendous. Horrible, for two years, thing.
2: two years I lived in this room. It was a flat that mm. uh, it was with a t- little kitchenette and a and a shower and a toilet, and that was it. And and I existed. I didn't buy a TV for six months because I didn't think I deserved one. The only people that came round to that flat were the um, the workmen who would just wander in when I was asleep. Uh, yeah, Catherine and the coppers uh, who thought I'd top myself once that was it, that was the only people I, that mm-hmm. came round in two years, because I didn't want mm-hmm. any I had friends offer to come round, but I didn't want them to see it certainly so didn't want my kids to see it um, mm-hmm. and then getting this house mm-hmm. and things, you know, things are a little bit uh, a bit weird financially at the moment, it's not a great time in that respect but, 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 but um, I've got this amazing house and, uh, 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 yeah. and more to the point, it could be tiny it's, not, it's actually it's quite big, because I moved quite a distance away but it could be tiny, but it's mine. I've got my things in there. And yeah, I've got. Yeah. I, I, I'm not just in one room. I, I can go from one room to another room. It's your home. It makes a
8: difference. And you can man. decide. You yep. can decide what part of that home you want to put that item. Like yep. your little studio yep, yep. last night. I mean, wow. And, and I dig it. I really, dig it. And I, and I, I really do feel um, pleased for you that you've got there because I'm bloody going to get there. I tell you. And if it means I've got to go through this to get there, then I'll, I will see it out, you yeah.
2: know? do it, do but it. But the do
8: other it. thing, before I go, um, Willie Bum Bum.
2: OK, thanks very much for your call. Let's go to Dion. Good evening, Dion. What bullshit have you got for us tonight? Hello, Ian. Hello, Dion. Right, that's better. No,
11: it's got a bit of a jump there. Mm. You were talking about homes, that uh, Some people feel comfortable and don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I've lived here for 20 years. It's a large two-bedroom flat. Yep. So I brought my son up here on my own. And, you know, it's, I will never leave here regardless.
2: Okay. Why, why will you never leave there?
11: Because I've got some really good happy memories here.
2: Well, but the, the, here's the thing. the Happy memories are within your soul. They're not. They're not. Yeah, I don't they're, not, they're not bricks and mortar. They're within your brain and No, heart.
11: but it's the longest I've ever lived anywhere as well. Okay, um, but it's it feels like it's a really lovely comfort zone.
2: Well, that's what home should be.
11: That's what home no, is meant no, to but, be. No, but the other man was saying he doesn't like where he lives. No, that.
2: no. Well, I didn't like where I lived for two years. You know, that's, that's uh... no. But you
11: you've got a place now and you probably think like I do, hopefully in nope, twenty years. I don't time. think like you do. No, I mean in twenty years' ah. time, you feel this is lovely. This is
2: the, well here's the thing, this is the house I can quite happily see me dying in this house. Not, not Catherine, not now, you idiot. I'm talking about years. I can see me getting old there, right? But then who knows what's around the corner? Who knows? I might I might, lose, might lose all my money as possible. Um, yeah. I might marry um, Meghan uh, Markle when she divorces the the Prince Harry, and I might bring up their um their illegitimate child, their love child. I might bring him him or her up. I might fall in love with you... him or her in in eighteen years time. You just don't know. You just don't. You no, just don't know. No, what's
11: around the corner?
2: No, you don't.
11: Yeah. could be worse, mate. You might end up with Eugenie. <laughs> I
2: think she's. I think she's. Um, I think she's really beautiful, actually. I think, she's unconven- I, mean, I think she's unconventional in her looks, but I think she's beautiful and she's got amazing eyes.
11: Yeah, I just saw her when I went in the newsagent, as she was on the front of the paper.
2: Catherine has um, perked up, Kath.
3: You went in the newsagent?
11: Yeah, well, no, I just saw the picture of her on the front page. I never watched the wedding or
1: anything.
11: Oh. No, it's not that important, even though it's only down the road from me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm only four miles away from Windsor. But, oh, no. Do it, yes. All right, then. Dion,
3: you told me you hadn't left the house for 13 years. I never
11: said that. I said I'm agoraphobic.
3: You said exactly that.
11: I didn't. I said I got it 13 years ago. I was diagnosed 13 years ago.
2: Just to back Kath up on this, I was listening to this at home while playing the new Spider-Man game on the yeah. PlayStation 4. Um, and you did say you hadn't left the house for 13 years.
11: No, I didn't, because I can rewind it. I said I was diagnosed with it in 2003.
3: We talked about little ways where you could, like, get out and just go to the bottom of the garden. He said, oh, well, maybe I'll try and think about it. That's what happened.
11: No, I said what i do, I've got a communal garden. I live in a flat. Sometimes i go down and sit on the wall."
3: Well, you told me and that and was too is. much of a stretch. No, I
11: didn't. Are
3: well, you gaslighting me, Dion?
11: No, not at all. I told you <laughs> I'd do I, And I will go as far as the shop. May interrupt. I interrupt?
2: I think yeah. you genuinely believe that that's not what you said to Catherine. I know that that's exactly what you said, Dion, because I was listening to it. Um, and, and me and Catherine had a conversation about it afterwards on a different day, so I know that's exactly what you said. You, I said to you Catherine... Are, yeah, hang, on, hang on, let me finish. No, 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 don't, don't tell me what you said that night, because I, I know what you said, and Kath knows what you said. And so, well, so, I'm going to pick
11: it up as well.
2: Well, OK, but but we know what you said. right? We know what you actually said. And here's the thing. I'm starting to think that you genuinely believe whatever it is you are saying on the phone that time, even if, as it often does, it contradicts your previous calls.
11: Well, I'm going to replay the. Please do that talk. I'm going to. Please I, do. I, and then and I then have said,
2: "No, you don't know." And you and I'm not doing this to have a go, Dean. I'm genuinely. I'm confused. Oh, no, you're not. I, I care about you, man. I'm confused and I'm concerned um, as to why, because a cynic might call it lying. I think it feels to me more like confusion. Um, but you, you constantly contradict yourself and tell us one thing. This, like, this you, t- you told massive. me, you, t- you did tell me, I remember this, because I, I wouldn't forget this. You did tell me that you'd done a mission in China and you killed a man in China. And now, you, and the other day you said you'd never been to China.
11: No, and you mentioned Hungary.
2: Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned Hungary. No, I've never been that. to Hungary.
11: Okay, you did but, mention
2: Hungary. OK, fine. But here's the thing. It, 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 you wouldn't even need to be a cynic. It would be quite easy for some people to accuse you of lying. I'm being but more generous. Well, they can. I'm I'm just, I'm just. really just trying to get in there and work out why you're telling us untruths.
11: Well, I'm not. You I'm are. Gonna, you are. You're I'm contradicting that yourself. Clip. That clip was about two weeks ago when so, I phoned it. It was on d- a Friday. D- d-
2: Dion, I tell you what, you do that. We'll find it our and then, end. And then when you phone back in um, later in the week, we'll play you the whole thing and we'll see. And if we're wrong, we'll, well apologise.
11: I'll, I'll sell you a file on an email. No need
2: to. Absolutely no need to because we've got okay. it on our system here. Um, um, I tell you what. Why don't you call in tomorrow? We'll have that call all ready to go tomorrow, and we're not doing it to embarrass you or to shame you. You don't have to. um It's not. It's not our intention. Our intention is to hopefully hold mm. a mirror up to you, so you can you can see how um, it, you can see how your behaviour is confusing to us. How about that?
11: Okay, well, I'll tell you what, Ben. I will dig that, because I know it was a couple of weeks ago on a Friday because you weren't there and Kathy took over. Yep. So I'll go back on uh, Have a listen. I'll We're... have a look it up online and I'll go back to them right. and I'll... And we'll listen, we'll, have for it for we'll
2: listen to it before tomorrow night's show, shall we? Can? I think
3: I put it on the podcast so I can find it easy.
2: OK, fine. We'll be tomorrow. For tomorrow. All right? OK? All no right? problem. Nice Cheers you. Thank, you, Thank you. Thank you. Thank By tomorrow, we've got um, a guy coming on who's written two brilliant biographies about George Martin. First one goes up to about 1966, I think, and the rest is 67 till he passed. He's coming in tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. Drewcy, Good evening, Drewcy.
7: Hello, Ian. How Hello, are
2: you? I'm good, thank you. What you got for us?
7: Um, I'd like to introduce uh, a debate on breastfeeding, if that's OK. OK. Um, I'm pro-breastfeeding, uh, um, but not all cafes and restaurants are breastfeeding friendly, you see. Um, now, this is on the back of an experience I had last week. I was in the, uh, a cafe, and I saw um, a cute baby crying in the arms of its mother. And um, I said oh, you know, poor thing, your baby must be hungry. And she said I forgot to bring his bottle, so I, um, I said you must emancipate the bosom and bestow upon your offspring the mother's milk he requires. Um, now, I, here's I, the it, thing, here's it, the
2: problem it, I have with that sentence. <laughs> Sorry? Here's, I have a problem with that sentence. May I share it? Yes, that's fine. The word must. Right, OK. You, one, must never... Tell a mother that she has to emancipate her breast. That's the only issue I've got with that.
7: But maybe she should have disembarked the melon and dispatched the act of nature that God intended. Yeah. Is what I was trying to say. But anyway, she said to me, What do you mean? Yeah. And I said, Why don't you lob the noisy brat onto one of your flesh balloons? Okay. And tell him to suck, you know? Yeah. Um... Tell him to yes. There was a good supply
2: there. Yeah, well, plenty. Well, you, one would, one would imagine so. She was, she was, she was a well-developed young lady, was she? Well, she, she
7: uh, yeah, but she told me, I, it, um, Catherine, I where is
2: the, longer. where is the milk? Is it, is it in like a little valve in the stomach, or is it all? Where does it live? In, in the, in the tit. It, whoa, hey,
7: no mm. need for that language. I thought well, that's well, what
3: we, we were playing.
7: A about breastfeeding in public these days. Sorry. Attitudes have changed. I think you're, it's
3: you're telling. Attitude. Hang on, hang on. Are you mansplaining breastfeeding to me?
7: Uh, no, just generally. I, I, I think women should unleash the great food.
3: Yeah,
7: we get it. Um, and hook a snapper onto one of their light switches. Yeah. So
2: did she, Were you hungry? Did you have anything to eat or drink?
7: I'm. I'm. I'm just a chips man. Just chips. Is that a euphemism? No, no, just
2: chips. Thanks very much indeed. That's Drew C03444991000. This is Talk Radio.
7: The Late Night
1: Alternative with Ian Lee
2: on Talk Radio. Radio.
1: We have ways of making you talk. down
2: TV and Lee, Catherine Boyle oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It might get a little bit rude. It's not been that rude so far for us. It's been um, pretty much above the waist, hasn't it? Yes. Normally it gets a little bit filthy. When I mean, is what's going to happen now? You, you know, this is the show where we don't talk about necessarily um, the big issues of the day. Brexit. Okay, man, alive. How <laughs> everything today was Brexit. Um, Trump, terrorism, oh, man, it's so boring. Uh, we try and do, you know, the stuff that you may have missed or silly stuff or, you know, th- th- just different stuff. And you can call in about anything, 0344 uh, 499 We're going to speak to Jade Stanley now. Who is Jade Stanley, Catherine? Jade
3: Stanley is um, the owner of um, a se- the Sex Doll Official Shop, right? Okay. And it's a rental service for sex dolls. Now,
2: we, now we have... On this show, we have kind of a fascination with these sex
3: dolls. Yeah, because, you know, I think it's it says something about our changing attitudes to sex. And yeah. um, something is... The Daily Star... Something's
2: coming. (laughs) I was
3: going to say that. Something's coming. The Daily Star has got a particular thing about them. I don't know whether they've got, like, shares in a sex robot factory or something, and they're about to unleash, like, a whole army of fembots on us. But the Star are really looking forward to it. (laughs) So I was looking through um, the Daily Star online, and I saw another story, but I I just thought it was really interesting. One, because this is a business run by two women. Right, okay. And also because... This story here, and I don't know, Jade's on the phone now, so... Um... Well, let's
2: get Jade. Let... Hello,
3: Jade. Yeah, hi. Hi, now, Jade. Now, first of all,
2: Jade, um, what's the difference between, maybe there is none, maybe there is a huge one, between a sex doll and a sex bot?
0: OK, well, a sex bot is something that would have AI in it, so artificial intelligence, yeah. which is a little bit uh strange because obviously they will they are able to interact um with you know with you they can talk they can they can show signs of enjoyment um you know it's just a little bit a little bit more obviously computer like this isn't what
2: i do okay we've we've interviewed a sex bot
3: yeah she was an interesting on interview the show. wasn't she
2: yeah we inter- we interviewed one you you had to hold her hand to um <laughs> to get her warmed up okay so you, yeah. you you work with you work with sex dolls I do, yeah. So how did you get into this business? Because we, we tend to think that um, it's the, the, the people working with the sex dolls uh, yeah. uh, are kind of like dirty old men. Seedy yeah, on, there's something type, some, yeah. there's something? It se- feels a little bit seedy. Well, and do a you bit... remember what the yeah. old-fashioned
3: sex shops used to be like? Yeah, yeah. There'd be blacked-out windows and there'd be, you know, your dirty Mac man in the far back of it um, selling all kinds of things under the
2: but counter. I'm, I'm looking at a picture of you um, touching up one of these sex dolls. <laughs> and I, I mean, you're I mean cleaning it. You're a very glamorous young lady. So, oh, well, so, thank you, well, so, thank you very much. How did you right. get involved in this?
0: Okay, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I am. I'm just, I'm very much a, a middle class of four. Um, I run a chain of sunbed shops. Well, I own a chain of sunbed shops. So I've got a little bit of a business mind about myself. Yeah. And I just stumbled across an article because obviously this uh, this subject has been very, very on vogue. It has for some time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. I just kind of picked a gap, I suppose. Oh. I picked a gap, yep. and I thought, "Great! I know what I'm going to do with this. So I'm going to have a go." Um, I'm the first. I'm the first company, and the only company worldwide to offer the rental service. Um, I am the. Only person who is offering the customization on the level at which I
2: do it. No, okay. Let, let's go a couple of things because I'm 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 seeing a picture. I'm I'm looking at an article from the Sun now online, and um, those poor headless dolls just hung there <laughs> from a rack. <Iraq, laughs> those poor ladies. Okay, so the, so the rental side. When you say rental, because we've heard about sex doll brothels before. I think there was right. one in Glasgow yeah, and there was right. one in Italy. W- yeah. w- your, your rental. Do, do you provide a room that they go and have a bunk up in, no. or do they take them home with them?
0: No, no, not at all. So this is this is this is very very commercial what I do. This is yeah. why I am removing the stereotype that you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, at the, at the beginning basically what I do is you go online, it's it's complete you do it in the comfort of your own home wherever you are, you pick your doll that you want um to spend time with. Um you fill out the form online, you do the you uh, complete your transaction online. Um, And then what happens is I then deliver, not me personally, I have a a two-man white glove courier uh, service that will very, very discreetly deliver. It's not yodel, is
2: it? They don't just chuck it over the fence (laughs) if you're not in.
0: Definitely not yodel. (laughs) Oh, my God, can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That would be horrific. Um... And I think it'd be a little bit hard to throw them as well, because they weigh, like, they're about 50 kilos.
2: While you're talking, Jane, what's, what's your website? Because I'm going to have a little look while we're having a chat.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's com. All
2: right, go on. Carry on. I'm having a little look.
0: Um, and, yeah, and then you use the doll for a week, and then my two-man delivery team come back out, pick it back up again, and bring it back to um, a warehouse facility that I've got um, where they are uh, sanitised, Um, With special antibacterial agents and they have removable parts. Right.
2: Right now, okay, this is the thing because someone's already tweeted, uh, wouldn't you be worried that they hadn't been properly cleaned? But you do all that. Is it, can you, because one of the sex dolls that we um, had on before, you could remove the vagina and put it in the dishwasher. Well, I would never do that. Okay, good. That doesn't sound (laughs) hygienic. Okay. (laughs)
0: I would actually say that my dolls are cleaner than the average girl currently. You know, they are completely—they're so so hygienic with what with what occurs.
2: Um, I, Ivanka. Yes. I'm, I'm looking at Ivanka.
12: <laughs> yeah, she's lovely, isn't she?
0: She's she's <laughs> great.
2: You know, she's great. Francesca's more. Oh, actually, Sienna's kind of hot. Um, yeah, Sienna. Yeah,
0: Sienna's a Sienna's a firm favorite. Sienna
2: Sienna's a little bit more subtle. Ivanka's, you know, okay, but um, it's it's. it's I'm trying to work out, £345 per week, that feels... For a week, that's not bad, is it? I don't know, it it feels pricey to me for, you know, for what you're going to do. But
3: the service you're getting of having it discreetly brought to you, and also, because we were talking about it earlier on, saying, you know, people that buy these things, and they cost thousands of pounds. They do, don't they? I do wonder about how they store them discreetly. They cost you them, know, because I, I have walk. trouble putting my ironing board under the stairs. Sometimes, <laughs> Can you imagine that falling out. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't. I mean, look, you wouldn't. You are
0: right. You're exactly right. You couldn't necessarily stick it. You know, stick it at the corner, I suppose. Well, you could. You're not allowed to do that. If you posed if, if pose her, but the reason they hang on the hooks, you see, within um, my office, is um, it's just about how you have to have them so that they don't get um, stuck together and everything. It's just about preserving them, that's all
3: same right. This thought. is this is the angle I was really interested in because, and I don't know whether the Daily Star are playing this up because it is so different, but it suggests that women now are coming to you for dolls, Days and yeah, and they're sort of trying to yeah. customize customize dolls that look like so they look like their their husband. Is that right? <laughs> well, it's the Daily Star. Yeah. Yes. So I thought it might be a, a stretch, but uh, I wanted to ask you.
0: Yeah. It, look, it it is something that I have had inquiries about. Um, it's nothing that, that's unusual. Um, I don't think that people, you know, women would want to use this as opposed to just be directed at the male market. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the, one of the, the great things about my company with what I do is that I can provide a doll in any likeness,
2: anything that you want. So how do, how do you do that, Jade? Have you got like an, inf- you know, how many heads have you got? Or do you get the heads specifically so- made up?
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's completely bespoke, completely bespoke. Wow. So, so, for instance, I've, so my rental dolls are my rental dolls. They are there. They're, they're, the they're
2: set. They're, they're, your, they're your girls. They're your regular owners. They're there. Yeah. But you're saying you can go more specific for, for specific then I've requests. I I mean, you can buy
0: the rental dolls as well. I have them for sale. They're like the off-the-shelf. But then I have the absolute, you know, the best ones, which are the ones that you customise yourself, and they have all the added extras on so you can choose eye color nail color hair color wow they have got tattoos moles scars you name it we can do it so i can have i could have a kim kardashian doll made for you or you know you think of somebody else who's very famous anybody that you want i can have made and they're all they're all hand still hand um, crafted, hand painted. There's so much work that goes into them, the intricacy of it. You see, it's not. It is not like the old-fashioned. Uh, I mean, you point. You, you actually mentioned this earlier, Catherine, about the. You know, the way that the stereotype is of the the dirty shop. Yeah. You know, so you're not going to. This isn't a doll that's got a big. Red open mouth. You know, this is something
2: that's oh, quite you Remember serious. the old, the old inflator, the blow up.
3: I mean, you'd have to dolls. be really desperate no to do one, one of them,
2: wouldn't you? No one ever <laughs> do one. No <laughs> one ever used those for sex, did they? The blow up dolls. They were no, always no, just for like stag, no. stag weekends. That's all they were pasted, for. Yeah, head
0: passes. head fodder. That's exactly why are you,
2: you um, Why are you selling a bondage mask? Is that for, I'm looking at the accessories on your site. Is that for? Is that for the doll? I suppose it could yeah, be.
0: Yeah, you know they are? They're literally. It's literally just exactly that. It, it's just, I'm a, I'm a businesswoman. I'm just offering yeah, yeah. something else. That's all. There is, I have, there is nothing else to it, other than that.
6: People
2: people are feeling horny. They're, they're renting a doll. They think, oh, we might as well get no, some exactly. leather goods as I'm well.
0: To, yeah, I'm just trying to corner every angle with H- it.
2: How is um, how long have you been doing this for, and how's it going?
0: It's going really well. So I've only been doing it for a couple of months. Right. Um, it's been in process now, though, for about 18 months. So it took some time to get here. Um, but I wanted to make sure everything was absolutely A-OK. Plus, you know, I've got four young children, so, you know, life is pretty busy for me. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's been really, really good, really good. The market is so ripe, excuse uh, the bit of a pun, but, yeah
2: um if this is inappropriate tell me to jog on i notice you have a wedding ring on in the pictures i'm assuming from that do, that you're married. do, do yes, any yeah. of these girls or i know you you've know got a gentleman called jesse um, do any do any of these <laughs> ever go home and get road tested
0: no the... they definitely do not okay
2: what? your husband your husband doesn't have a set of keys that... uh <laughs> Sometimes at the weekend he disappears for a couple of hours at a time.
12: No, no,
0: no. Everything's absolutely a okay there. Good. Thank
2: you very much.
3: Um, and it, <laughs> we, have, we have four children.
2: I was going to say think. she's got
3: four children. I think we know what the score what is
2: there. What, what a rest after that. <laughs> um, and who, who are the kind of people that do it? It's interesting you say that you you can order online and it's dis- dis- delivered discreetly because there is a lot of we have a lot of embarrassment around sex. Um, and a lot of shame around uh, around sex, and we you do, know, yeah. And you know, I, listen, I've been into to, to to sex shops and things, and I get I, I haven't done it for a while, but I get embarrassed going in. I I mm-hmm. feel a shame going, in. and when you come out, I remember once coming out of a sex shop and I bumped into Zoe Wanamaker. <laughs> I was, I was mortified. <laughs> um, so so, th- th- is this for kind of men and women who are perhaps more shy and perhaps don't have what it well, takes ah. to go into a sex shop?
0: I think that anything on the internet these days would um, allow for um, you to be able to expand with any kind of fantasy. That is the, you know, it's the faceless um, purchasing. So, yes, absolutely. Um, I think a lot of people um, are nervous, maybe, around Uh this subject, but people are becoming far more experimental. And I think with things like sex dolls being on the market and the fact, you know, you've got Anne Summers. Love Honey, all of those, you know, massive companies that are supplying um, sex toys, sex aid, very prevalent now in our society. Um, I think that is also helping to dispel any of that. I
2: I think it can only, we, we kind of snigger about it on here, and we, you know, we 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 have had different people on, I'm sure we'll have more different people on, but I think it can only be a good thing that people are, A, talking about what turns men and women, what turns them on that 's got to be a healthy thing to do, and they 're prepared to kind of try stuff and and maybe some of these people that are doing it are lonely that 's great, and maybe they're couples that want to kind of you know experiment a little bit there's, there's no harm in that it sounds like a no, you know, good clean fun.
0: no no harm at all, and you know don 't forget you 've also got potentially the socially awkward people yeah yeah um, you know who would not feel comfortable um you know going out and meeting women you know everybody has their needs their desires their wants there is nothing wrong with this there's nothing to be ashamed of whatsoever and I think the fact that I'm doing it I'm hoping you know will help break a lot of those taboos that's the idea
2: Jade, it's so nice to talk to you. Sexdollofficial dot com is the website if you want to go mm-hmm. and have a little look. Um hey listen, you've got um our contact details. Stay in touch if, if you know if anything happens with the business or are there any developments in the sex doll world, then then um then let us know, Jade, and we'll get you back on.
0: Oh, thank you so much. It's been lovely talking to you though. Nice thank talking you, to you. Thanks
2: a lot. Ta-ta. Um what a nice lady. Yeah. What a very nice lady. It says on the website, pre booked doll rental will require a deposit. Well that's surely the whole point of it. <laughs> For heaven's sake. Oh three four four four. I, I think it's fascinating, right? Um, and basically, we talk, we joke talk about fleshlights a lot on here. For those mm-hmm. that don't know, fleshlight is a sex toy from from a man that is kind of a tube that is supposed to um, uh, replicate the feeling of a vagina. You ca- you can make them out of Pringles and marigolds. This, this is That's true. Not a, I mean, it's not even a joke. It's a YouTube video. But um,
3: and take the Pringles out first.
2: And listen hey listen we all masturbate we all masturbate right so the so the the uh, for a man the fleshlight is the next step up you're still doing that and then the next step up from that is a sex doll mm-hmm. i mean my Friend, um, Ian Morris, always used to have a joke that, you know, you'd, 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 you'd dress up in an outrageous outfit just to knock one off and you'd be all turned on and you'd do it. And as soon as you'd orgasm, you'd go, Oh, no, what have I done? Yeah. I'm dressed up like an idiot. And I would personally, I would imagine, feel the same thing when I'm, you know, with one of these dolls. Oh, no, what have I done? I hate you, doll. <laughs> um, but I, I could, I you know, I, I wouldn't have a prob- I wouldn't have a problem... Having sex with a doll, oh. if push came to shove, is what I'm saying. Or shove came to push, I don't know. Mm. i tell you what, let's get one. No. You film me.
3: <laughs> God, no.
2: 0344 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Uncut,
6: after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee <laughs> on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking...
2: O oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Can we rack up like three or four callers? Because I'm going to have to leave the studio in a minute. Because I've got, have got. If you guys, have if you two have paid attention, you'd know what was going on. Oh no, we just. Oh no, we just do. How does? from uh, Manchester? Do it. Speak. Say something, Kath. Say something. I want to get your voice. I want to do your silly voice. Go on. Just say something. Just say anything. So we have a breakfast. What are you on about? What are you on about? What are you, what are you on about? I said, well, listen. I'll just come in and do. I do the effing show. You effing D. Wow. And you're you're a, you're a massive C. What like is this? I just come in and do the show. Well, Catherine, if you'd paid attention to anything I'd said last week, you'd oh, know. I've yeah, got
3: your keyboard then. Yes,
2: man. Yeah. Two and a half thousand pounds. That's what I spent on a keyboard. It's more than that. It's a synthesizer. <laughs> I can sample your voice and make you sound like a crazy guy. That it's in the car. It's going to take up this. We're gonna clip. I'm going to go and get it in a minute. So can we? But we haven't got any phone calls, and I would like three or four phone calls that Kath can chat to.
3: Oh, I'm not chatting to them.
2: Well, no, you've got to do the show while I go why? and get them.
3: Because, well, no,
2: why? No, you have to. I'm going to go. My
3: contract to, to do that.
2: No, it is. You're my. You're my filling. It is actually. It is actually written in your yeah, contract. But you
3: know, am I going to get paid? What I get paid for doing it properly? No, so.
2: OK, well, fine, there'll be dead air then. So that's absolutely fine, fine by that. But if so, if you want to phone in, do, but if you don't want to phone in, don't. Cause fine, they, let's we'll just... have some
3: thinking time while he goes and gets his they'll keyboard.
2: they will just be dead air, which Kath will get a-rollicking for. Um, mother, 46, left paralysed after being catapulted from super king size <gasps> bed during sex. I saw this. It sounds, it's on this story you. <laughs> Oh, actually, it's quite horrific. With her partner, battles for £1 million compensation because the divan was an inch and a half lower on one side. Um, a mother of four who was left paralysed after falling from a super king size bed during sex has launched a legal battle for one million pounds compensation. I, I, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm. Come on, I'm wondering if surely the beds aren't just for sleeping in. They're for sleeping. They're for screwing. They're for kissing. They're for reading. They're for doing your laptop. They're for eating loads of biscuits. Things. Eating biscuits. The, the the sex is 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 almost and we'll get to the is almost unnecessary for m- the majority of this story. I'm imagining when we get to the actual point, it, it, it will be necessary. But it just feels that it's, it's titillation. Yeah. yeah,
3: that's what it is. Because someone's found it funny. Yeah,
2: Claire Busby, 46, suffered catastrophic spinal injuries when she fell backwards from her recently de- delivered double divan in August 2013. Successful businesswoman, Mrs. Busby from Maidenhead. What does Maidenhead mean?
3: Oh, you're um, you're, you're Lala.
2: It's your Hyman. It's your Hyman. Said she was in bed naked with her partner when the bizarre tragedy unfolded. Mrs Busby, who was left tetraplegic and appeared in court in a wheelchair, claims the bed was missing two vital glider feet when delivered, which created a four centimetre difference in the height from one side to the other. Um, Mrs Busby, who ran a chain of hairdressing and beauty salons, is suing Berkshire Bed Company, Bedzara's, claiming the bed was defective. The salon owner said she was performing a sex, sexual act when she toppled over. I was positioned kneeling over him, she explained to Judge Barry Cotter. Imagine having to explain that in court. Imagine. It's
3: embarrassing. She's tetraplegic. Flippy. It's not like she's twisted her ankle and she's trying to pull a I fast what, one.
2: What's tetra mean? You're, three. Three. Okay, so two legs and an arm.
3: Yeah.
2: In court, that's a little bit, Jeff, isn't it? I was kneeling over him. Can we act this out? What? Want, can we do that? I'd gonna... rather we didn't. OK. Sam, I was kneeling... Um... Sam, come in. We're going to act this out. Cass, if you could Paul, read Sam, this... Paul, Sam,
3: are you all right with this?
2: Yeah, yeah sounds fine with it. Come in, Right. Um, if you can read it out, Catherine... All right. Um... So I'm going to be... Do you want to be the man or the woman, Sam?
9: Um, I don't really want to do anything, so I'll I'll just...
2: You lie down. All right, good lad. All right, you you lie down. Right. Right. So, we're... Okay. Oh, I see. A little bit windy, Sam. I do apologise. I
3: was kneeling over him. Right,
2: so I'm kneeling over him.
3: And my right hand was touching him.
2: Where? No, please no. Him. So, on the genitals...
3: And my left hand, maybe my left hand was touching his leg. I was halfway down the bed, so you need to scooch. Well, let me bit. try. Am I down by... I think that's what I think that's what I'm... I'm OK.
2: So I'm doing this. Then what happens?
3: Claimant said the missing gliders caused a slope from head to foot, which caused her to lose her balance oh. and she changed position and she catapulted to the floor. Oh! Jeez! Oh! Hang on. At the time, she was attempting to swing her legs towards the top of the bed. Wait. I span around, put my hand down. And then I felt as if I was catapulted off the back so, of the bed. So, right? so we're going...
6: So which way's which?
3: So she's, see your legs go so over this your legs this try way.
6: to come up to my head. Right. No, you're spinning oh, round though. Spinning yeah, so from so she's kneeling, you've got to swing your legs All right, all right, all right. Sounds a very yes, impatient yeah. lover. <laughs> we're, t-
3: we're talking... <laughs> Hang on.
6: Oh,
2: right, okay, right. So I'm
3: spinning round. Oh, God.
6: <laughs> oh, i'm <very laughs> windy.
2: Oh,
3: God. Then that's the moment she fell off.
6: So where am I falling off to?
3: Off the back of the bed.
6: So
2: over Sam head. As
3: she started spin, swinging a leg round. Okay. Oh God.
2: Lovely view. Okay. All right. All right. I think we got that. I think we got that, Sam. So so. I it's thank nice. you, mate. I, don't know if I can come in again now. Okay.
3: <laughs> I certainly. I, I can't, in can't eye come eye in anymore.
2: again <laughs> twice. No. Gosh. I'm just gonna
3: see if he's alright.
2: She wants the gory details. My head. My head hit the floor. And I fell to the side, and heard a spring in my body snap. Um, flipping heck, man! Uh, and the, okay, the company say that the bed was fitted properly, and there was some no, exploring the dynamics of the accident. Mister um, Hunter, who's oh, who's her QC said. Um, she had been performing a sex act, and thereafter she sat up with the intention of swinging her legs forward underneath her and lying on her back, with feet towards the headboard and her head towards it, at the end of the bed. Her case is that, having taken the, the weight off her body through her buttocks, she lay back with the expectation the mattress would support the weight of her upper torso and her head and shoulders. However, as she placed her weight through her body onto the mattress, flip it. Hang on. At the time of her accident, Mrs Busby was in the middle of refurbishing her home after she split from her husband. Uh, well, we'll see, we'll see how that story pans out. Blimey, eh? Blimey. Imagine having to have all your gory details. I
3: know. Isn't that awful? That's
2: horrendous. That's horrendous. Oh, 03444991000, four, this is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The
0: Late Night Alternative. With Ian Lee
2: on Talk
6: Radio.
0: We have ways
9: of making you talk.
2: Oh three four four, four nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If you want to um, give us a call, you're very very welcome. I'm going to go and get my organ. Catherine's going to host the show while I'm away. Okay. So there's no phone calls. You said you didn't need any. Screw me. Sorry. Screw me. Screw me. Hang no. On. Hang on. a little. I've got a thing that will help.
3: Well, you say that. I don't really. I can help? What have you got? Oh, I don't need that. You're going to talk to me as you go down?
2: Well, until you get phone calls. Hang on.
3: But they were, these are pony. I don't
2: think this is going to work. work. You do you do whatever you do, mate? I'm not that bothered. I'm going to be gone for 10 15 minutes.
3: 10 or 15 minutes?
2: I'll go down to get the.
3: Well, that's a two minute job.
2: Well, I like to do a job properly.
3: Well, come on. I thought what we could do Hi. is. Uh, what? It's a great
6: show. Uh, great show
3: so far, Cass. Over. I think I'm just going to turn his remote walkie-talkie off. Dare yeah, turn that
4: thing off? He's silly sergeant. Over.
3: Okay. Just ignore him. Can you hear me? Over. Nope. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He's not gone straight. This is why it's going to take 10 to 15 minutes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Such an idiot. So sorry about him. 0344 499 1000. I'm going to tell you about Imogen and the mothercare store. Remember the other day we were talking about um, Times Lips in Liverpool. By the way, if you've ever been to um, Bold Street in Liverpool and you had a good night, sweetheart, experience, you need to give me a ring now. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hang on a minute. What now? Sorry, just I don't know
2: if the show's going well or not.
3: Over. The show's going really, really well. Have you gone straight to your car, or did you go somewhere first? Yeah, we know. You need to wash your hands. Over.
5: Um, I will wash my hands tomorrow. Thanks very much.
2: How many calls have
3: you had so far? Over. Oh, dozens. They said um, they prefer me to you and you shouldn't hurry back. Over. OK, fine. I'll take that on board. Over and out. Anyway. Right, so, yeah, we were talking about time slips in Liverpool the other night and I know you're all fascinated by them and I know that Ian believes it because he believes any old guff, right? Obviously, this is absolute poo, but we'll read it anyway. Here we go. Sam, could I have some spooky music? Can you get me some spooky Because I need to read you um, Imogen and the mother care store. Could you be quiet, please, down there? Over. <coughs> trying to build a vibe, man. You're not helping. Bye. <coughs> oh, Sam. Sam's never been the same since the incident with Ian and the re- reconstruction. We all know what happened there. Imogen and the Mother Care Store. You ready? You steady? Because here it comes. The second story, because we did the first one yesterday, although apparently I read it in a sarcastic voice. The second story concerns a young girl by the name of Imogen. She'd decided to go to Liverpool to buy her sister Abigail a few things for her new baby. Upon arriving, she was happy to see a new mother care store had opened up on the corner of Lord Street and Whitechapel. Hang on a minute.
2: What? What? Two things. Mm -hmm. First of all, how did you get the um, exorcist music? That's my music. I've got my methods. How did you do that?
3: Well, you have to wonder.
2: Um, And secondly... um, I'm going to listen to Tom Snowbrick
3: in my car. Oh, what a shame. We seem to have lost Ian in London. Anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah. Corner of Lord Street and Whitechapel. She wandered around the store and picked up a few baby items, such as cardigans, baby bibs and gloves. She was surprised to see how cheap the items were, but thought they were on offer as the store had just opened. Taking them to the counter, she tried to pay with her credit card. The staff member looked at her suspiciously and went off to get the manager. Oh, When she came back, she looked at the card and told Imogen that they didn't take cards. So, disappointed, Imogen went and put the items back as she hadn't any money with her. When she got home, she told her mother what had happened. Her mother was surprised and really puzzled. That store closed years ago, she said. There's a bank there now. In fact, that's where I have my account. Not believing her, Imogen took her mother back to the same place the next day. And sure enough, guess what? Yeah, the store wasn't there. It was a bank, just as her mother had told her. What do you think, Sam? Sounds legit. Ian, what are you doing? Oh, this is... Actually, the batteries have gone on this. It's going to go nuts. You'll think I've turned it off. Here we go. Ian, what are you doing? Over and out. (gasps) Oh! Spooky. He's fallen down a time slip. Right, let's pretend it let's was working the whole time and I didn't switch it off. I don't think I did switch it off. I think it switched itself off. Sam, I think it switches itself off, doesn't it? Alright, let's do another one. Hit me with the music again. The third tale is of a young man named Sean who, while shoplifting in Liverpool back in 2006, ran away from a security guard and headed down Hanover Street, trying to shake off the guard, Sean, 19, by the way, this makes it all the more legit, you see, as they put the age in, turned into a dead-end street called Brook's Alley. Oh, I think they mean he ran into one rather than he turned into a street. Hiya. Hiya. Well, I thought it would be bigger than that. This This is massive. He waited for the guard to come around the corner after him, but he never appeared. So, thinking he'd given him the slip... Could
2: you just be a bit quieter? Sorry, just putting all my stuff out. So... Sorry.
3: So... I'm trying, to, I'm trying to create a spooky vibe, Ian. Sorry, well, turn you turn your walkie-talkie off
2: for you.
3: It turned itself off earlier on, by the way. Could you... Seriously, no. could you... Sorry. All right. So we turned into this dead end street called books oh, sorry, sorry. By the time ta- by this time, ta- you're gonna break that.
2: Alright! By this ta- sorry, sorry Sam, sorry this,
3: Can you how quickly can you get that working? So, seconds. Alright, because then you can do the spooky music.
2: Um uh, yeah, sure.
3: Yeah, can you play this? You ready? So you, you can play this?
2: I can play that. Two um, and a half thousand pounds is oh, cost Oh let's me. T- turn
3: turn yeah. this off and let's see this mega machine. That was not £2,500. £2,500, it's Come a Xenox. Come on.
2: £2,500. This, is it?
3: Right. What, you want to Give me music? a vibe. There we go. Can you turn it down a bit, a smidgen? I don't know... Um,
2: um, you can do this. Oh, shit. No, no.
3: Yeah. Ian, I'm trying to do my big moment. There we go. Get some voiceover. Okay. Voice work out. Of this. Oh, you, you want
2: spooky? I'll oh, do a spooky, spooky beat. Music.
3: Hang on. I don't think it needs a rhythm.
2: I think no that's it, drums. Oh. Mm. Okay. We go. We'll make it start. This. Okay. Ready.
12: Go.
3: Yeah, this is just right. Right, I'm going in. By this time, he was...
2: <laughs> I'm doing this all by myself.
3: You wouldn't know. You think it's the demonstration, don't you? No, this is him playing.
2: Oh, can, let me do, can I show you something it can do? Go on. Right, hang on, it can do this. I want to do my spooky story, thing, I think I press this button... No, this one. (laughs) This one. You ready? Ready?
3: Yes, ma'am. £2,500?
2: You can go faster.
3: All right, let me do this now. Do my spooky again. I like that. Shit. Hang on. Give me the wow. Um,
2: what's the button? Hang on. There's a button that makes... It's this. <laughs> uh.
3: No. It was more wow.
2: Hang on. I want to do... <laughs> hang on the best i can do
3: all right can you slow it down a bit so it's okay. a bit sad like the john lewis version <laughs> by this time he was out of breath and started to get a tight sensation in his chest he soon realized that can you turn it down a bit no thanks. just a smidgen or like
2: yes Catherine, i can do that for you oh and God. i will happily do that for it's been you Been
3: weaponized can you just turn it down a smidgeroo
2: turn it turned down here we go
3: By this time, he was out of breath and started to get a tight sensation in his chest. He soon realised that actually it wasn't a problem with him, but the atmosphere around him. He waited for the go- You're making me speed up by doing it faster. You... I, did,
2: I did not make it do that. It's got you... its own microphone.
3: Can you turn it down so I sw- can do concerts?
2: I'm just... a one man concert.
3: You're like an early Gary Barlow.
2: Um. The, hang on.
3: Can we. Right. I'm going back in. Okay. Just you catch up when you can, but don't go fast because it makes me go faster. He waited for the guard to come round the corner after him, but he never appeared. So, thinking he'd given him the slip, he sauntered back out and started Given to... the ghost a slip! <sighs> Thought he'd given the ghost a slip! And started walking down Hanover started Street again. Started walking down Hanover Street and he again. soon realised that something was wrong. Something was afoot. No, didn't say that. I don't know how to make it do chords. The road looked very different and so did the pavement. He noticed cars driving by that looked very old-fashioned and the roadworks that he knew were there were now gone. Soon he saw that the people around him were wearing strange clothes. Crossing over to Bold Street, he noticed that there were traffic lights where they weren't before and the bushes growing around the Lyceum near a bar that he recognised. He carried on walking. Soon he began to feel that something was not quite right and then he began to panic. He re—he realised that sometimes he's... he'd step back in time anyway. You've ruined it we have anything nice
2: he stepped back in time is it yeah
3: it was
2: a time slip thing you like them I do like them. I was, enjoy- I was enjoying that you were, you were well, you don't, it, don't kick the box I'm going to send in, this I back a a two, two and a half thousand pounds this is the future of you the were, show you
3: were
2: done mate no it was not this is a Xenox this the Xenox, Xenox, is,
3: Xenox.
2: Xenox is top of the range go to the break, Sam. I'll explain this to Catherine it's a Xenox across the UK
0: online and on DAB The Late Night Alternative, with Ian Lee,
6: on Talk Radio.
2: Welcome, live, this is the future. I've got a (laughs) £2,500 Xenox synthesiser system. It's got a built-in microphone, which is a high-quality sampling microphone. Um, Cash, I'd like to... to Put this here. It's going to I would like to sing a... Oh, God. I would... (laughs) I would like to sing a song of love to you. Oh, don't. And uh, this one is um, slow, it's old class, this is Slow Soul. And it goes like this. <laughs> you have a slow soul. Oh, no, hang on. Balls, you must, messed must oh, up. The... ready here. Catherine, Catherine. Catherine, oh Catherine, why are
1: you such a dick?
2: Catherine, oh Catherine, Catherine, my sweet Catherine, why
3: are you such a dick See, it sounds nice, but actually when you listen to the lyrics it's quite nasty. You are the biggest
2: dick around here today That's not true. And you are the most annoying lady in the world Oh. Oh, Catherine, sweet Catherine Something I wanna say to you Why
3: are you
2: such a dick? Right. OK. thanks. I wrote a song.
3: You've been holding that in for quite well, i was say you'd hold holding me. that in, you don't hold that in. If really?
2: any listeners would probably... um if any of your listeners would um, like um their songs written for them, I would happily uh, do Did you that. make that up on the spot? Uh no, I wrote that this afternoon. Took me a couple of hours to do that.
3: Um, Who else have we got on the line? Maybe they would like a bespoke song. It sounds like early Janet Jackson. Oh.
2: I can do, I can do rhythms.
3: You are 44.
2: Fresh Why Prince. You say... Oh, this is a story all about how my life got turned upside down. I was playing basketball with some drug-dealing men and my auntie said, no, you're going to Bel-Air. Let's go to George, who may or may not have been to Bel-Air. Good evening, George. I'm reading an excellent book about uh, Robin Williams and it talks about uh, Peter Cook befriending him on a visit to the UK in about 1979, 1980, and Peter Cook taking you home with him. Did you get to meet Robin Williams? No. Oh. (laughs)
8: Okay. (laughs) But
2: it's
10: it's a nice bit of synchronicity because I was thinking of how our relationship has gone over these months and what have you, and uh, and I detect that you have no real interest in doing any podcast with me. (laughs) I know you 're
2: incorrect you 're incorrect you 're incorrect
10: i don 't think i 'm incorrect but but okay. I, I i was musing on the IC. you are
2: incorrect here's the here 's the thing george here 's the thing i 've been living in a room for two years right and i've been i 've been miserable and i 've barely been able to drag myself out of bed and I, christ knows how i 've managed to do um, radio shows during that period and in fact a lot of those radio shows particularly early on when i moved there were miserable really miserable we lost a load of listeners because i was miserable and now i've moved into this place and it's great and it's fantastic um, and my life is evolving, and is it changing in more ways than I could possibly imagine. My divorce is coming through, and it is it is a huge daunting I should pro- probably be divorced by christmas it is a huge daunting, terrifying prospect i 've got less money than i 've had in the past twenty years i mean it is at the moment it is tight man it is tight. I'm coming off medication that I've been on for years, and it is it is sending me way, way up to the top of the mountain, and then literally a second later, I'm sat in tears, crying because life is pointless and worthless and meaningless, and I don't know what's funny anymore. Um, and uh-huh. I'm not. No, hang on, this is important because you said something that's untrue, and I want to. I I, 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 I I need to put forward my my point of view to, to okay. try to, to explain this. Um, um, I'm I'm seeing my kids semi regularly, but. Um, I'm not seeing as often as I could because my mental condition is not in a place where I I feel like I'm safe, where I feel like I would be particularly a good dad around them. I'm hanging on by a thread at the moment, George. This is the the honest I've been in ages. I'm hanging on to my sanity. I really, really want to take drugs, man. I really, really want to do cocaine. I want to to do some cocaine. I want to get some crystal meth, man. I want to have a meth party. Um, But I know if I do that, it is game over for me, and that house goes on the market and I never see my kids again. But I really, really want to do crystal meth, and I really want to do coke. I am hanging... Um, by a thread to my sanity and my sobriety, and I am having to prioritise as much as I can. I'm still saying yes to a lot of things actually I would rather say no to, because I need the money, um, but I'm having to prioritise. And um, uh, unfortunately, your podcast, which I do want to do, is at the moment is kind of at the back of the priorities. Well, and that's I, me being I, honest.
10: I, 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 I was musing on the idea of... A, 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 abandoning the podcast idea altogether. And if there was any way you could uh, invite me and John Lloyd in to talk about Peter Cook, I think that, that, that uh, an hour of that could be wonderful and you could get a, make some money out of it, I would think. What do you think?
2: Um, No. No? No. How would we make money out of it? Because it
10: could be turned into
2: something—an a, a, hour of—but of... if we did it here at the radio show, we couldn't sell it. Couldn't you? No, because we wouldn't. I wouldn't own it. Well, you, you wouldn't own it. Talk, D- D- Rupert Murdoch would own it, and he ain't going to want to sell it. Okay, then, then
10: let's do it outside the radio station. Then, then, then a, a meeting between me, John Lloyd, and and you, and we could share some lovely stories with you.
2: Um, that's not that's not impossible, but again. I refer back to what I just said. We're not going to make a lot of money out of it. We'd make a few quid, and that would be lovely. No, you could make a lot of money. No, you can't. I think your your grasp on what 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 is 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 monetarily valuable these days is 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 way off the mark. If I'm completely honest, with respect. Okay. Because I don't. I mean, how much money do you think we could make from it?
10: Um, at least a million. Shut oh, up, come on.
2: George. I was thinking if we got 500 quid out of it, split three ways, plus hiring the venue, no, no, we'd be lucky. I, I'm not looking to make any money. No, but either. how are you going to make... Not, here's the thing, you're not going to make a million quid off it. You're going to make, you're going to make a grand, tops. No, I think you could make How? A Tell me how. Tell me how.
10: Because of things that would be said and disgusted. How much did you
2: make off of your um, Peter Cook CDs?
10: Only I, I the ten grand they, they originally...
2: Okay, and they were it, actual genuine recordings of Peter Cook talking.
10: Yeah, but there are lots that they didn't use and they're probably some of the best bits that they they never used. No
2: one pays for things anymore. Here's the thing. Everybody, rightfully or wrongly, expects everything for free. You can get albums for free. You can get movies for free. Um, Everything is free.
10: Yeah, but it could be set up in such a way that you're you're buying this hour and... and, uh, you are involving yourself in something wonderful by 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 um, the air.
2: well here's the thing okay here's the thing um yeah at some point yeah but i i refer you back to my previous heartfelt honest um exposure of my soul to you
10: yes but... the This is all part of your script. No, 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 no. Part of my script. To to, to my mind,
2: everything. That's part of your script. Part of my script is to to protect myself and make sure I don't pick up cocaine and make sure I don't go and have sex loads of prostitutes, sex workers, and make sure I don't hang myself in my my house. That's my script at the moment. That's That's genuinely where I am. That's where I'm at.
10: Yeah, but you you're talking about the moment, but moments change and, and mo- moments can change very quickly, Ian. And uh I I I told you I met John Lloyd a couple of weeks ago or a few weeks ago and that I gave him my telephone number about haven't heard from him. And uh but I'll say I, I just trying to play so... Axel F. Sorry? trying to play Axel F? Axel F. The uh, the O.C. Smith together track. I'd love you to to put put some of your singing to to your interpretation of that sound. O.C. Okay. Smith together. <laughs>
2: George is not listening to a word that I say. I'm listening to every word. I've, I've told, told him that I can do nothing today, but he keeps on telling me things I should do when I can barely get out of bed. George, I'm, George listen to me, man. I'm, I'm barely holding on to life as a human being. Right? I'm, I'm not seeing my kids as much as perhaps I could because I can't face... Seeing my kids, uh, so the um, you know uh, I, I'm up. For, uh, 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 mate, if I misled you in any way around the podcast, I apologize. Uh, but I, I, you know, I'm I'm keen to do it at some point. But at the moment, my life is in a place where I'm unable to do stuff like that. Every night, every day before I, I come into work, I think ah, I can't face it tonight. I'm gonna phone up and tell them I can't do it. And every night, somehow, somehow, I manage to drag myself in. So um, your idea sounds like a great idea. I'm, I'm gonna, no, it, I'm it, gonna it, pass it. on it. You're going to pass on you and Kath
10: s- coming round to my place with John Lloyd and listening to some well, of the you're, pe- Peter. You're, you're Cook speaking stuff. for John
3: Lloyd, and he hasn't spoken to you for weeks. No, well, he's all he, dependent on him. Get him to phone afraid. us up.
2: Sorry, hello. Yeah, get him to phone us up. I, I've had no
10: contact with him. Okay. I, 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 I I haven't got a, a, a direct contact number. <laughs> okay. So how is he going
2: to get involved in this project that I'm not
10: involved in? Well, the project would be to come and visit me here and we yeah. we, we, we play some Peter Cook tapes that I've got, and we 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 okay. chat. He he he's got lovely Peter Cook stories. Well, you know, What's his
2: phone? Phone him up then and get him involved. I I I say I've got no. Well then, there we No go. direct link to him, but
10: you could find a. No, direct
2: come LinkedIn. on, man! How am I supposed to find a direct link to John Lloyd if you can't find a direct link to John Lloyd when you've actually met John Lloyd? You
10: are much cleverer
2: than I. Oh am, come Richard. on, man! Come on. It would be potentially wonderful. It really would. It would be. It, I tell you what. It would be potentially wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying, there's something that you you
10: you could make happen much easier yeah. than I can make if, happen. If uh,
3: George, did you hear all the things that Ian was telling you about reasons why he's finding it difficult to like? Yes, get... I did. Okay. Uh, but, that, but did you that, hear that, it that, though? Did that, you listen? Present
10: situation, but. Present situations are not tomorrow's <laughs> situations.
3: It will be tomorrow's situation.
10: Okay, well, how about next month's situation? Uh, uh, you, you, none of us know which way our scripts are written, but they, they
3: are. I don't all. believe my script's written. Well, it is. No. Yeah. It isn't.
10: I'm sure it is. Well, I'm, I'm sure it isn't. I'm, I'm sure we. we, <laughs> okay. we, we well, we but, but here's all... the
2: thing if Kath's script is written, then Kath's script is to, to dispute the writings of this script? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, OK. Every, well, I'm every, glad we got that sorted out. I,
10: I, I am aware that every one of us is, is being directed by a...
2: OK, sort- I am being directed to cut you off. OK. Thank you. Talk Radio.
1: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee
2: on Talk Radio. radio.
1: We have ways of making you
0: talk.
3: Wow, he put
2: the beat on. That was... Close um, enough. That was a record of Axel F on the, uh, on the clarinet. It's a rare record. Only joking, it was me on my Xenox. Xenox synthesises. Me on my Xenox. Two and a half grand. People go. didn't cost two and a half grand. All right, all right, pedant. It didn't cost me two and a half grand. It cost me two thousand four hundred ninety-nine pounds and ninety-nine pence. Wow. A clarinet. Do they do keytar?s Um. This is a piano. This is a marimba. This is my organ. I've got an accordion. They do keytar?s Now I'm doing a harmonica and here's a guitar. Here's a guitar. <laughs> Here's a bass guitar. These are the instruments that I can play. Would you like to hear a violin? I hear you say, oh, yes. Play the violin. Play the violin. Little child begging for his mama, play the violin little blind boy busking in the streets of london his mama's dying of consumption little blind beggar boy will wheel your wheelchair home as you play the violin he's playing the violin he's blind he's in a wheelchair when he gets home his mama is dead so what does he do he plays the violin again at night time Reminds him of his mama when she was still alive. Little blind beggar boy play the violin to pay for the funeral. He's got no family. It's a scandal how we treat our blind orphan children.
3: Gosh, that was moving. It's I like
2: to think of that as um, a, a better version of Another Day in Paradise by Phil Collins. Well
3: I was thinking there were similarities there. It's
2: based on a true story. I did actually um hear a violin once. Let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. What do you want, Mark? Mark! The hell is this Mark guy? Let's try um let's try Ellie. Good evening, Ellie. Hi,
12: Hey Ellie. Good evening. Good Hello. evening to you, Ellie. Hi, hi. Would you you like
2: me to write? How old are you, Ellie?
12: I'm uh, 55. Would
2: you like me to write a sex song for you?
12: You could do. What I rang up for was to offer to assassinate some of your callers for you. Okay, well, let's. On your nerves and my
2: nerves. Well, then this is great. You're (laughs) going to murder some of the callers, and then we're going to make love, and we're going to make love like this. Me and Ellie sitting in a bath Having a naughty time Along comes Ellie and she takes off her clothes We're having a naughty time Cos she's killing George and she's killing Alan And she's killing Nigel and she's killing Catherine When she's killed all of them We make lots of love
3: Oh, that's yeah. romantic, apart from that the bit where you killed good.
2: me.
4: I didn't kill no, you. I she did. Kill you. She's nuts. No, we wouldn't kill Kath. Ellie isn't.
12: Hang on
2: a second. Oh, <laughs> I, uh, I'd know. be an
3: accessory. Yeah. Oh,
2: <laughs> Kath-, Kath-, Kath is the first to go because she's an annoying tit. <gasps> I'd make her the first one that you kill because I've had enough of it. You could shoot her there, then stab her there, then poison her there, <laughs> then boil her in acid there, and when you've killed it, then we will have sex. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Lovely, sounds great. Well, apart from for me, it sounds a little bit rubbish.
2: But for me and Elliot, sounds great. We're going to have great <laughs> sex. You think
3: that might sting just a smidge?
12: You sound like a little boy playing at home with all his little pots and pans. Doesn't, he though? And Doesn't he though? Doesn't he though?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, like you 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 bond with you Ellie got... now. She's going to kill you, and okay. then me and her are going to yeah. make love. Yeah. We're going to have, I'm I'm gonna gonna have get sex. Get
12: all your pans out of your kitchen cupboard. Yes, Ellie. It, yeah.
2: If that's what if that's what <laughs> turns you on.
3: Here we go. Verse three. <laughs> Ellie's yeah. got
2: to all love her. It pans out cause she's a kinky so-and-so she likes to pretend that she's a cook from the eighteenth century with a splash-splash here and a whisk-whisk there and a toss-toss there and a tug-tug there ellie is a kinky fish making love in the eighteenth century yeah.
12: You know what I want? You know, the other day you had somebody on who'd made, like, a tongue for the women, a sex tie for women. Oh, yeah, the cunny. Wan- yeah, the cunny, that's it. I've wanted a proper sex toy like that for women for years. What we need is something that'll suck the clitoris. <laughs> suck, she said, ay, suck. yeah, yeah,
4: Suck,
12: sucking the clitoris, that's what we need.
2: Is there a swear there? No, I'm, I'm so... OK.
12: No, I'm not swearing. What women want of a sex tie is something
3: that will shock See, this is the thing, right? Mel Gibson wasted his time in so many ways, but in that film, What Women Want, because there's a one sentence s- answer, and he should have just asked Ellie. Can we stop saying the phrase? Yeah. Um... yeah.
2: Can we stop saying the phrase, suck the clitoris, because I think it might get the show taken off. (laughs) Ellie is a kinky so-and-so, she's going to get the show taken off. With a suck-suck here and a suck-suck there, here a suck, there a suck, everywhere a suck-suck. If you kill Catherine, I'll do that for you. You won't need no stinking toy. Hang on a minute. Hang
3: on a minute. So you don't object to like quite graphic descriptions of my demise. But no. a fundamental female necessity, you worry will get us taken off air.
12: <laughs> no, I wouldn't kill you, Catherine, I won't. touch I know you wouldn't.
3: I know you wouldn't.
2: Well, Ellie, then I'm afraid I'm I'd not gonna worship, be doing any I'd of the worship sex-
12: at her feet. Oh Here we go.
2: I'm not doing any of the sexy <laughs> things that I promised you then.
12: Okay. We're, I can live without uh, that. Okay, as long fine. as I can worship at Cat's feet. Boom.
2: <laughs> no, he's this is what
3: happens, <laughs> you see. Sisters before misters. Yeah.
2: Uh, hoes before <laughs> bros. No, hang on. Okay. Well, what did you want, Ellie, Your sexual deviant? I just wanted to kill all the people at Goodbye. Rainbow. There you go, that's all
3: she wanted. Just... Mark, are you there now? That the is the is Silent problem? Mark.
2: Ay, 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 ay. Ellie is a weirdo, 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 weirdo. weirdo. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Enjoying the geocaching this week. Yes. I've been enjoying the geocaching this week. Yes, I have. I went out in the drizzle and the rain on my own, so to speak. Whoa, whoa. I've been hunting for little Pots that have been hidden behind walls and under a stile. One of them was actually under a stile. I had to walk a freaking mile in the rain to find a geocache. I got wet, I was smoking some hash. No, you weren't. I was so high in the field, I thought I could fly.
3: Let's geocache, baby. No, it's more of a solitary thing. Yeah.
2: Um, so we've done that. We've done that. You think ke- uh, teeth made of hair? Oh, so the other day I had a brilliant idea, and we were at something, and I said to it, "Oh," said to you during it, said to re- it. I said to you during it. You think teeth are made of hair? Okay. I said to you during it. Remind me afterwards to tell you my brilliant idea, and then you didn't. Te- you, then you didn't remind me. Funny it's, that, isn't it? This is days ago, mm. right? And then today it's like, oh, brilliant idea. So I meant to do this at the top of the show. This is genuinely a brilliant idea. But we need the help of the boys and the girls listening. The ladles and the jelly spoons, right? Okay. So me and Kath, we've done many shows. We've got the uh, Rabbit Hole Picture Show. 15 tickets for that left on Saturday the 27th of October. Yeah. Um, We've got the live Rabbit Hole Show on 9th of December in London. One in Bath as well in November. We've got the Games Night in London, where we're going to play Uno, we're going to play Twister. Operation. We're going to play Operation, we're going to play Silly Sausage. And I was thinking, these are great. And a lot of people were saying, well, can I bring the kids to this? We have to go, well, no, the Fright Night is an 18, even though it probably be a 12 mm. now, and it's a, a venue with a bar, and the Bill Murray is a venue with a bar, and, you know, there's bad language in these shows. We've had a 13-year-old rock up once, and that was uncomfortable. I, 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 I There's the C word in there. If you're comfortable with the C word and the venue is cool, then... I'm okay, personally, with 14, 15, but yeah. you sit a little uncomfortably with it. So here's, here's what I was thinking, and we need the help of the boys and girls listening, right? You and I do a genuine ticketed event, right, for kids. Yeah, I'd love that. We do a proper... Okay, well, you need to get rid of the attitude. It's part of the Kids thing love an attitude. No, 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 they don't. My kids love it. No, they don't. They, they don't. Do. Your kids tell me, and they hate it. We need... We could do... A proper kids' show. Kath's thinking, you can hear it. You listen, 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 you can hear it.
3: Yeah, like the little rabbit hole.
2: We're not going to call it a little rabbit hole.
3: Oh, that sounds a bit pervy, doesn't it? Uh, um... So we
2: do a show for kids. Beyond that, I don't know. And it would be, and you could bring it. you legitimately could bring kids, with, without fear of there being inappropriate, there'd be no sexual innuendo, there'd be no inappropriate language, no swears... You could bring kids between the age of 4 and 16, 17, 16. Oh,
3: no, I think that's too much of a stretch.
2: No, I don't think it is. No, what no, no.
3: a 15-year-old founds funny and what a 5-year-old no, finds funny.
2: Exactly, and that's the challenge. That's the challenge. No, 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 I think you can make it work. I think it has to be it is available to everyone. It, it is available to... And, and parents could come as well, you know, a, and adults could come. It would be a funny show that would be aimed at kids, but also adults would dig it as well. But that's as far as I've got. Okay. That's as far as I've got. And we're looking at the new year now at some point, probably February or March, something like that. But I think it's a brilliant idea. Proper, I think it would be a challenge for us because you've got a filthy mouth and a filthy um, um, swagger. Got very sexy swagger. You walk into a room and yeah, it's just inappropriate. So you'd need to work I'll on turn that. down
3: the vibes. Yeah. I think you'd
2: have to. I think we'd have you in a like a boxing Helena situation or something.
3: What chop my legs
2: off? Um, so it's just an idea. So if anyone's got any ideas um, apart from the boxing Helena, that's my idea of how me and Kath can do a, an actual show for kids. This is the late night alternative on talk radio.
6: The late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. We'll get you talking.
2: 03444991000 is the telephone number. What's this? Um. Oh, I could hide neath the wings of a blue bird as she sings. Don't know the rest of the chords after that. Let's go to uh, Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Evening, Ian. Evening, Kath. Catherine has disappeared for the moment. What can we do for you? Ian, I know you like the monkeys. Yeah, the monkeys! Scale of of 0 to 10. How much do you like them? Oh, 10. There are 10. They fill the scale. So my question is,
5: would you go and see a Monkeys tribute band? Yeah, of course I would. You do? Because I, I just wondered, because I uh,
2: What's bought kind of tickets
5: is? to go and see the Australian Pink Floyd tonight.
2: Well, you bought tickets tonight? Or you went and saw them tonight?
5: No, I bought a ticket to go and see them in November.
2: Okay, yeah, I, I've seen tribute bands. I like tribute bands. I, I'm surprised I've never been to see the bootleg Beatles. Weren't we supposed to get a Beatles in here one night? What happened yeah, to Yeah, but those then losers? they got ill, didn't they? Oh, and then one of them got shot.
3: No! no, that was a different thing.
2: Oh, that was the real Beatles. Uh, some people say it's not the same. Well, don't of course they. it's not the same. They, they're, yeah. Those people that say that are right. are not the
7: same. I
3: saw Fleetwood back once. They were brilliant. Yeah. I'll go and see them again. And I can't afford £800 to see actual Fleetwood Mac.
7: Well,
2: that's it. I would go I've seen um I saw the counterfeit stones, they weren't very good. I seen I saw Queen Bee when I was uh let's just oh. say I was I, let's just say I was going upwards when they came on stage. Wow. That's
3: interesting. Yeah. My ex boyfriend's Shut up, Alistair
2: Manners, the ladies talking.
3: <laughs> My ex boyfriend's brother used to be the guitarist in Queen Bee.
2: I saw them when I was um coming up on drugs.
3: Oh. Yeah, I got the reference.
2: Yeah, okay fine. fine. Um I've seen um Oh that's, that's probably it. Anyway, go on, yes. Is there a Neil Diamond one? There, there are loads of Neil Diamond ones. Yeah, yeah, loads of Neil Diamond ones. I'm thinking of doing mm. a Neil Diamond one.
5: Anyway, maybe you could um, work on your keyboard and then you could you mean
2: wor- maybe go in you that mean direction. Work o- Get out of here work on... The- what do you mean work on it?
3: Is, is it? Is that telling Paul Simon to work on the guitar? Get
2: stuffed. Work on the keyboards. He could work on his lyrics a little bit, Paul Simon. I'm glad he's retiring because he's never quite... He's never quite achieved the uh, promise that we, uh, we hoped. Um... Uh, uh, oh, flip right. So here's the thing, right? I spent three and a half hours this weekend trying to install a porn blocker,
3: right,
2: on my internet, right. Three and a half hours, right. And there's a couple of things you can download. There's Net Nanny is the most popular one, and it's fifty dollars a year to have it on several computers. And I thought well, I might, I'll go in. I'm in. So I, I downloaded that. And I installed it and I set it up and you can have like, you can have age settings or you can be very specific, right? Very specific. And what I don't want in my house, partly because of my kids, mainly because of me, because I look at stuff and I, so I'm, I want to set it and then you have the password and just block it, right? Because I don't want to look at, I look at porn and I, I I don't, you know, I don't really think there's necessarily anything wrong with porn, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't want to look at it really. It's not healthy for me to right. look at it, right? Whereas it might be for other people. So I blocked, you know, I block I blocked porn and I blocked. I'm all right with looking at stuff about drugs, and I'm uh, and I blocked, I blocked some very specific, you know, porn and uh, a couple of other things, right? And it was also, but and then I thought well, to test it, you got to go, you got to type in a porno site, right? So you, you a Pornhub, like, you came up? It's like, oh man! So I'm fiddling around for ages, trying to set this thing, and I kept kept blocking it and kept resetting it and down, uninstalling it and installing it, and like, you go to Pornhub and then it it popped, Pornhub is there. Thought right, okay. I'm I'm struggling with Net Nanny. Let me try another one. So then I went to the one that I, I had on my phone for a while called K9. But K- they stopped doing K9 a few years ago, and they say, look, we we stopped doing it. It should work for most things, but we can't offer you any support now because we don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I spent ages on K9, and I couldn't get it to block porn. His porn Hub kept popping up. Uh, and then I looked at a couple of others. I looked at Norton, did a family thing, and they. I, 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 and it's just um it here's the thing, right? It's three hours. And I've I've eaten, hello sorry? What was that? Was that was that my phone? What was that? No. hello Um What was that? So O three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number if you want to give us a call. So I emailed Net Nanny, and basically Net Nanny, and I spoke to a friend of mine who said, oh, we've got Net Nanny in our house, we couldn't set it up, but they talked us through it, mm-hmm. and it's really good. Um, so I emailed Net Nanny and said, look, I, I can't do this, can we either, Can you either talk me through it or cancel it? And they, they've got back, they've written back and said, we'll, we'll talk you through it, uh, and we'll give you three months free to apologise for being sort of good. But here's the thing, right, here's the thing it should be so easy to block pornography on a computer it should be so easy now i've done a little cheat i've blocked it on my sky shield right but it's partly to, it's partly for me if it was just for the kids that would be fine but it's partly for me and i know the password for the sky shield and i can't i can give you the password but you for the already sky know shield, it but i know it and we could change the password for the sky shield but then i could just if i could just get it emailed to it, it's a fake cheat it's, a, it's it's like locking the door it's like locking a padlock but you've you've still got the key around your neck you know, it's like you can resist it for a while. And go, ah, hell, I'll do it. It should be so easy. And and also these 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 net nannies and things. You can also block like suicide websites, and you can block self harm, and you can block swimwear, and you can block profanity. So you can be it's really. There's abortion. There's loads of different things you can you can block, and then you can specify certain websites if that if they're your problem, they aren't covered by these. Very, you know, these loads of different titles. So it, it it's there. But it should be the easiest thing for an adult to go onto a computer and go, right, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this. Now, it's slightly different for me because I'm blocking me. So it involves me setting it up and then you coming and typing in a password that I don't know. And you taking it and me hoping that I can still access the websites that I legitimately want to access. Some of these things sometimes block certain YouTube videos. Um, You know, sometimes if you type in, like, Essex... That sees it as sex, you know. So there's a few things, and it's fine, we get around that. Um, so it's a slightly different situation than I'm partly doing it for my kids, but I'm also more, I'm doing it for me. Um, and um, yeah, go on, sure, why not? Um, but it should be really easy. It should be really easy that you go into a computer and you tick some boxes and you go, right, but people using this do not want to see pornography. They do not want to see masturbation. They do not want to see dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. Uh, block all of those websites, please. It should be. This should be it. And it's not it. And I don't... And I'm fairly computer savvy. Fairly. And I'm concerned enough to want to do this. But imagine a parent who doesn't give a toss what their kids watch or doesn't know anything about computers and thinks it's safe anyway or isn't really that bothered because they think their kids won't be looking at porn. Mm-hmm. We, we, you've, got, you've got to. Hello? I'm so sorry. Hello? What is that?
3: That's coming over from over there.
2: What is it? Oh, it's over here. Hello? Hello? Huh? Okay, maybe someone's done the prank to us that we were going to (laughs) do to them. Have you done it, Sam? I will kill you! Someone's done the thing to us that we were going to do to them.
3: It's the revenge of the mics.
2: We we win because it was our idea. So actually, Mike, you can kiss my ass. (laughs) Um. So um, I, was, I was very frustrated. I'm going to get it sorted out. Net Nanny, are a very reliable company, and, and they will talk me through it, I'm sure, and it will be great, and it will just provide me a little bit of security in my home. People on Twitter going, what, 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 are, you, what are you blocking porn for? Just enjoy it, man, because uh, I can't enjoy it. You know, because I, I can lose a day. I haven't done it for a while, but I can lose a day. You, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to have a little look at this, and suddenly it's 10 o'clock at night, you go, flipping that, that was a waste. Um, in the same way that, you know, I would lose a day to... Co- you know, I'd lose a weekend or I'd lose a week to cocaine or something. It's the same kind of thing. And people are going, well, just don't watch it. Well, it's not as... My, my um, self-control around stuff like that that gives me an instant high but then makes me feel ashamed of myself afterwards with drugs and sex and uh, and, and buying loads of stuff. You know, it's two and a half grand on a keyboard for quite out loud. My self-control around those issues is broken. Can't do it. You know, it's like the person who can... Uh, I was always amazed when you'd go round to someone's house, like, for a Friday night to play some games, and they'd go, do you know what? I think I got a little bit of weed in the drawer from last month. And you'd, I'd be thinking, hang on, you you, had, you you didn't finish? If I had weed, boom, it was gone. you just smoke it. Why would you stop smoking it? Why would you put some in a drawer and forget about it? You know, why, you, I can't do that. And it's it, for me, it's kind of the same around porn and stuff. It's If, if I'm in, I'm in. I'm in for the long haul. Not many people talk about it. I'm I'm terribly embarrassed and ashamed about it. But it should should be really easy to go onto a computer and go, right, we don't want this, we don't want this, we don't want this. Mm. And it should be foolproof.
3: You know, and especially these days with people, uh, you know, online gambling and stuff is a problem for people. Um, And and buying things, you know. Yeah. At some point. Some people find that it gets, it it runs away with them and it's more of a problem for them than for other people. It should be easy to just eliminate that. That computer's supposed to be working for you.
2: Yeah, it's a strange old world. and It's a strange old world. Um, Yes, uh, 03444991000. Yes, Mo? Hey, man, is Nicko in? Yeah, he's just popped out to the bathroom. Uh, Can you please put him on? When is he on, man? He's on every midnight with It's Wicked with Nico. <laughs> he's not on now, though. No, because he's, uh, he? he's just gone to the bathroom, mate. He's an amateur <laughs> when it comes to radio, and he doesn't know. He, I told him to go before he got here. You are? you serious? Because last time you told me Nico was on, and he was, I and mean, he wasn't. Nico was on, man. He's on every midnight, uh, doing It's uh, It's Wicked with Nico. Why do we do a show like It's Wicked with Mo? Because because what I, you you add nothing. Nick, here's the thing, we only got Nick I don't like the guy. We get him in because he's got a huge following that are he's young. don't like the guy. Sorry? He's a brilliant guy. No, he's not he's not a very nice guy in real life. You've not met him, I have, he's unpleasant. Um I'd actually give him credit, like he's a great YouTuber. No, he's a great YouTuber, he's got he's got a big following and that's all we're interested in, not him as a person, he's horrible. You saw what he did to his mate Johnny. Uh, we, we want his numbers, we want his young audience. That's what we want. No,
5: but just look at the things he does like for charity and the things he does against anti racism. Have you done that, Ian? I'm
2: sorry. No, I'm a I'm a massive racist and I um actually um I create situations where people need to go to charities. <laughs> that was funny, man. <laughs> Thanks man. I appreciate it. Cheers man, bye. He liked that. He liked that. It was a good line. It's a good line. I knew the first bit about being a racist, that was easy. But then I was thinking, well, how do I make the second bit work? And I think that was a nice twist. I, I make situations where people have to go to charities. So they're mm. basically, so the money that Nico's given to the charities is being used up by the people that I've, I've um, physically uh, assaulted. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio.
0: The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night.
2: The
1: Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on
10: Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.
2: Hang on a minute. There's this, I've written something down, and um... there we go. There we go. Here we go. Uh, okay. Here we go. here we go. Here we go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. I've got a story for you. Whoa, Look at that. <coughs> a man who swam naked among. Oh, flipping it. Well, this is this is taking a twist. So the story I've got. I saw is a, a, a naked man swims with sharks. Yeah, I you saw, saw that. that. Yeah. OK, well... Then I, I didn't read it, though. OK, No, nor did I. There, there's a couple of variations on it, and I clicked on the second one. I wish I clicked on the first one. Oh, dear. A man who swam naked among sharks at Ripley's Aquarium of Canada in downtown Toronto late Friday is wanted in a violent assault earlier in the evening, police say. Oh. Spokesperson Katrina Arrogant said investigators from the city's West End 14 Division and the Downtown 52 Division connected the incidents on Monday through evidence and the clothing he was seen wearing. The assault plate... Oh, no! The assault took place outside Medieval Times. Great chain of restaurants. At Exhibition Place around 8pm. The victim suffered serious injuries. It's believed the suspect fled and headed to the aquarium five kilometres east. Officers were called to the popular tourist attraction two hours later. One minute long video posted on YouTube shows a man taking off his clothes and diving into the dangerous lagoon, a 2.9 million litre tank that offers an underwater gallery to dozens of marine animals, including 17 sharks. The naked man can be seen doing the breaststroke on the surface of the water while sand tiger sharks swim within centimetres of his feet. Green sawfish, green sea turtles Green moray eels And other species of green tropical fish Are also housed in the tank According to the aquarium's website Here's the video Um, He's naked And he's swimming in there There's his willy He's going back for a swim, look gets out. Um, this is the weirdest thing. Security at the popular tourist attraction asked the man to leave shortly before 10.30pm, but he refused. Instead, he swam to the edge of the enclosure and emerged from the tank before doing a backward flip into the water. Wow. Visitor Erin Ackland said she heard the big splash and thought the trainers were feeding the sharks. As Ackland and her boyfriend approached it, they said uh, she said they saw a man in the water. The guy... Uh, I'm from Kennedy, Bacony. The guys...
3: Is it the keyboard telling you it's still switched on?
2: No, because I've not been able to make it do a sound like that. No, I know. All right, let's turn it off and see what happens. From Kennedy, eh? The guys seemed totally relaxed and there were sharks like everywhere, eh? She told CBC Toronto. He appeared to be totally nude, eh? And, like, laughing, eh? Ackland described the display as unexpected and horrifying. I don't know what would possess someone to do that, eh? It's totally insane to me, eh? She explained. I was scared I was going to witness the death of this guy, eh? (laughs) A video by a visitor who captured the man's aquatic adventure has received more than 5,000 views on YouTube. On, okay. uh, Before officers arrived, the man got out of the water. A video shows him walking past security, sitting on the edge of the tank. Um... Uh, sorry, someone said something A really complicated way of blocking porn on my computer I don't want that, I don't know what that means um, Jump the gate and slip into a crowd of onlookers Where a woman appears to be holding his clothes He put them on and left the aquarium at the request of security No marine animals were harmed during the stunt Adding the swimming was extremely dangerous It put the man's safety in jeopardy The safety of the marine animals And the safety of the staff who tried to get him out of the water Police have been uh, haven't been able to locate the man, but they are looking to speak to him. Though the animals ignore the man, they are unpredictable. Um, okay, so, so sorry, but. So, <laughs> that's an evening isn't it so he beats the crap out of someone outside medieval times which is a great chain of restaurants
3: yeah how could you feel so um negative after such oh, e- a no, wonderful evening
2: no it gets you riled up man oh, does it, it,
3: gets uh, it your gets, blood up?
2: yes it does it gets you it gets you in the mood to hate you're seeing people sword fight each other and you're booing and cheering so yeah it gets you uh, gets you riled up but then go you know what that was a great cutlery free free meal Wonderful punch-up I had there. I'm not done with the evening. I know, should we go to the aquarium? I'm going to strip off and swim with some sharks. That guy must have been on drugs.
3: Surely. That, that's
2: got to be a drug-induced kind of thing. He was certainly thing.
3: feeling uh, powerful, Yeah, wasn't he, that night. What a strange... I didn't
2: know the bit about the assault before, because that changes it yeah. from... Um, you know, still an idiot.
7: Well, it
3: gives you a, a picture of his evening, as you say. Yeah.
7: You got anything in your Yeah, room? I have. What you got?
3: A doctor filmed the remo- revolting moment he removed a live tick from deep inside his patient's ear canal.
2: Oh, beautiful. Is it on video? Yes. Oh, let's see it. I love a good live tick.
3: Ear, nose and throat surgeon Ramat Omar was <laughs> trying thought, to... F- I'd
2: say, I would just say ENT. It saves so much time. People know what it means. ENT surgeon.
3: But you might have thought his name was ENT.
2: No. Oh,
3: yes, please. Milk, no sugar. Hey.
2: That's like a trickle. Drink a cup of tina. Yes. I don't
3: know how to E&T surgeon. Yes, please,
2: milk, no, no sugar.
3: No, I'm talking about Rama Omar. Was trying to find out why the man was having pain in his ear. The doctor. He, he,
2: would, he, would, he would try and find out. That's yes, his, his job. job.
3: The doctor, 49, we don't need to know that. Based in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. But based where? Kuala Lumpur.
2: Where? Kuala Lumpur. Oh, you mean Kuala Lumpur?
3: Kuala Lumpur.
2: Kuala Bear Lumpur is what you're Kuala saying. Kuala Lumpur. It's Kuala. Kuala Koala. Koala. Milk. It's koala. Koala. No, it's not, though. Koala. You, you carry on talking.
3: <laughs> from Malaysia said... The patient was in a lot of discomfort. They were so happy when I removed it. It's certainly the first time I've ever seen this and I hope I never have to do this again. The shocked surgeon couldn't believe his eyes when he saw his tick inside the patient's ear during the removal and he carefully grabbed the wriggly insect and pulled it slowly out. He added it could have been very dangerous. It's disgusting. I've seen a... (sighs) Earlier this year, a doctor yanked a huge leech out of a patient's nostril where it had lived for two weeks. The 51 year old patient had been having nosebleeds for 10 days non (laughs) stop, so went to see the doctor.
2: 10 days non stop.
3: When the leech was finally pulled out of his right nostril, the patient's eyes were filmed widening in disbelief. It's not entirely clear how the patient acquired (laughs) the slithery nose invader.
2: He snorted it. But but it likely
3: entered his nostrils when he swam in a river, yes. Of course it (laughs) was. There's nothing special. Yaka!
2: Just bear with me a second. I've got to make a very, very quick phone call, if that's all right. Hang on oh. a second. Koala. Koala.
3: Koala.
2: You're thinking of the bear.
3: That's koala.
2: I don't know if that line's working or not. That line seems to be a little bit dicky. Hello?
3: Yes? Hello,
2: this is Ian Lee. We're live on talk radio in the UK. Can I ask you a question? How do you yes. pronounce Kuala Lumpur? Is it koala or koala?
12: Kuala. K-U-A-L-A. So
2: you would say Kuala. Yeah, Kuala. That's brilliant. Thank you so much for your help. Have a lovely evening. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. See, Koala. Shut the front door! That was Kuala, right? Koala. Koala! Koala. That was um, the uh, Hotel Kota Warisan in Kuala Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur, yeah, Kuala. Don't make me phone another place, because I will. I'll spend the next twenty minutes phoning up Kuala Lumpur and destroy. I'll tell. I'll. I will pay Paul Ross twice his fee, so I can go right through till five o'clock phoning up places in Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. Just
3: to destroy you. Do you want me? I'll do it again. No, don't. Well, then embarrassing yourself. Accept. Accept what? Accept the truth. Except the truth is.
6: Play the adverts. You're it. A- the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. <laughs> oh,
2: 0344 4991000. Four, um, I think Catherine's learnt a lesson. Let's go to. We just watched that doctor taking um, a tick out of someone's ear. Dirty, dirty, dirty boy. Uh, good evening, Mark.
3: Hello. He's been sucked into a black hole.
2: Mark, you've been sucked off, mate. Mark, Mark, you're pudding. It's gone. What? What happened there? Get Mark back. I need to speak to that guy. Mysterious. Very, very mysterious. Um, Michael Bublé's retiring.
3: Oh. Who cares? He's made enough money.
2: Yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? And I know his, his son has been poorly, but his son, his son is fine now, which mm-hmm. is great. And that must have been. And I thought that was a thought that was a, a powerful thing when he, he, you know, retired to look after his boy. And okay, you know, not everyone's in the position where they can do that financially. But I thought when he did that, I thought, well, yeah, fair play, man, well done. You're doing some great dadding there, and luckily enough, you're in a position you can afford to do some great dadding. But but well done, and the boy's pulled through, and that's brilliant. And then he's just, you know, he's come back, and he's 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 saying. That he doesn't like the the cynicism and the um, self promotion of the music industry, and he doesn't care anymore, so he's retiring. But he's he's announcing he's retiring just as he releases his new album. I and mean, you kind of think, oh come on, man, come on, boobs, come on, boobs, don't quit, boobs. We love you. You got so much more great music within you. Come
3: on, boobs, let it out. Huh? I think you might be all right. I'm just reading in goodhousekeeping.com dot com three hours ago. Yeah. His managers saying no, he was taken out of context. He's not retiring. Well, hang
2: on a minute. Is he retired? Come on, boobs. You need a break. You should retire, man. You've had it. T- you've had it tough the last few years. You should definitely retire. I think he should retire. <laughs> Let's try, Mark. Good evening, Mark. Ian, how are you? I'm all right, thank you, Mark. What have you got for us tonight? Can I do a prod please? Yeah, go. On.
11: Is it going to be you or Catherine?
2: Um, I've got From a three-way steady on. I've got throat <laughs> problems. My throat is, my throat is, and I showed Catherine my throat earlier on. It's kind of it's sealed up. I can't, I cannot. So can not
3: manage a Pradeep?
2: I can't do a significant Pradeep now. Why don't you Pradeep the boy? Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, go. Pradeep. Pradeep. just just by a millisecond. He was delayed
3: a little bit though, remember?
2: He was. He started late. It's a dead heat, guys. Um, I'll be better next week. Thanks very much, Mark, and I'll be better next week, mate, because that was pathetic. <laughs> I could have beaten that easily. <laughs> easily. Well, what are you
3: telling me to do with my nose?
2: I'm not, wasn't, I am not. wasn't giving you any tips. I wasn't giving you any tips. There is a very simple trick that makes me unbeatable at pradeep. Well,
3: I've beaten you. You, you have be- not beaten Oh, you. I have. You have not. I have. I actually have.
2: Okay. All right. Fine. You've beaten me, but you actually haven't. I did, though. Koala, Lumpur. All
3: right, that's I- insignificant.
2: But it's not. It's not actually insignificant. It's very, very significant. Te- I did beat you. Teeth are made of hair, lady.
3: Mm? Where are the um... gums? Are made of plastic, man. Where are the papers?
2: Did you bring the papers in? No. Well, can we get the papers for I the? last you had them. Can we get the papers for the last bit of the show, please? Honestly. And while you're out, I'm going to play a little song for the ladies and gentlemen. I wanna make love to you all night long We're gonna do such rude things We're gonna do some rude things Well, baby, gonna do some rude things Gonna put my thing there Whoa, yeah 0344 499-1000 Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome uh, to do so. There are actually some quite good stories in the papers today. I mean, this um, comedian that snogged another girl and was probably rude to his girlfriend—who who, who cares? This is one of those stories that um, people think we're interested in. No one cares. No one actually cares about that comedian and his shenanigans. No one cares. No. It's everywhere. Front page of the thing. Shame on them. Sec, Who cares? He doesn't sound like a great bloke from what I've heard, but I don't know. I want
3: to know if all the writers that have been casting aspersions on these two have lived blameless lives. Because it seems like it's all been written by nuns.
2: Here we go. This is what we want. This is what we want. For 70 years, the official line was men are more bonkers about bonking than women. It's all thanks to the famous Kinsey report into human sexual behavior, which concluded that men are more highly charged. Yes, line two. It's bonfire night 2, and you can tell me fireworks. Okay no, haven't. It's not bonfire night for ages. What are you talking about? A couple of weeks It's more it than a like couple of, which a, It's more than a couple of weeks. It's October the 15th. Bonfire night is November the 5th. Just over two weeks. Get, more than a couple of weeks. Get go away. It's not. Get it's a, it's, nearly, it's nearly it's three weeks. Enjoy your goodbye. Many have considered his carnal knowledge was faulty, and today our suns sex survey turns Kinsey's outdated findings on their uhum head. We, got, we surveyed 2,000 men and women aged 18 plus about their sexual habits and histories. We found no gender difference between sex drives or cheating. In fact, more women than men use sex toys while women are sexually active at a younger age. Um, no doubt our findings will shock American biologist Alfred Kinsey. His groundbreaking research, boring, boring, boring. He looked at the then taboo subjects such as homosexuality and the wilder things men and women got up to. Um, he found that 90% of American males pleasured themselves, while 85% had sex before marriage. Um, okay, boring, 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 boring. Right. So how long... Okay. Um, okay, so here we go. Favourite positions, right? What are these numbers? Well, I don't know what these numbers mean. Oh, right, So no, so number six... Right, so number five, favourite position for men.
3: Uh, what the, the abs- you say? A
2: dirty position.
3: Why? Why are you making? Why are you trying to make me say things? Well, it
2: says here spooning. All oh, right, that's okay. not a sexual position. What is that? There it is again. For women, it's reverse cowgirl. Number four for women is spooning. Number four for men is reverse cowgirl. Number one. For, uh, number three favorite position for men is missionary. Number three favourite position for women is se- is girl on top. <coughs> That's which is number two for mm-hmm. men. Number one favourite position for men?
3: Well, doggy.
2: Doggy. Yeah,
3: doggy. Dirty, dirty, okay, dirty well, boys. You, what,
2: <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty, dirty boys. I said you dirty, dirty <laughs> boys. Get down. <laughs> All right, so what is number two and number one for women?
3: Two and one. Well, I dunno. Well, you're a woman. Yeah, I know, but... So
2: funny. what's your number two?
3: <laughs> um, I can't remember the ones you've already said. No, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Have they mentioned missionary? Is that Missionary's
2: one? number one for women.
3: Yeah, so you can have a sleep.
2: <laughs> you can have a sleep. Um. Okay. Um. Here we go, Kath. This is for you. Outdoor sex, (laughs) 27% of men, sorry, 27% of women, 21% of men, so you're in the 27%, Mm. okay, I've never done it, I think it's disgusting, Uh, you've half
3: done it, so don't say you think it's disgusting,
2: I think it's filth, I think anyone that does it should be shot (laughs) for being a pervert, okay, what do you consider cheating? Liking on social media. 8% of women and 6% of men think liking on social media is cheating. Gosh.
3: I mean, it depends what they're liking. Oh,
2: God, people are nuts. 11% of women, 7% of men think watching porno is cheating. I suppose it depends on the context. If they're they're doing it secretly...
3: Yeah, yeah. if if they're doing it rather than have sex with you, then I get why you'd be a bit...
2: uh... They can have sex with me or they can watch porn. I don't care.
3: Yeah, but if they're avoiding it with you because they're um, filling the boots on... Why are we talking
2: about my sex? (laughs) Um, texting 20 is considered cheating by 25% of women except 15% of men. I guess it's what they say, really. Yeah. If it's like, oh, I want to give you a good hot bum. Well. Then that is, that is a sexual text. Yeah.
3: If it's, have you seen me sandwich?
2: Unless sandwich is, is your coat, sex code, because <laughs> it is oh, God. for my, my penis. <laughs> Cheese sandwich. Oh. Cheesy sandwich.
3: All right. Yeah, we get it.
2: Um, and no sex affair. No sex affair is cheating. Yeah, sixty-five percent women, fifty percent, forty-nine percent. Sexting.
3: oh only well, obviously, fifty-two
2: percent of men think that sexting is cheating. Well,
3: hang on a minute. That's a discrepancy, isn't it?
2: Seventy-one percent of women, fifty-two percent of men. Well, this is interesting. Only fifty-seven percent of men. And seventy-five percent of women consider kissing to be cheating. Wow. Why is that not a hundred percent? Oral sex, that's blowies and licks.
3: <laughs> Thanks for. Thank you very much for the. Uh... Stop
2: talking about it. Um, 78% of men and 80% of women think that oral sex is cheating.
3: But yeah. so there are some people who don't.
2: <laughs> so this. Then... I can't do it with it. <laughs> Imagine you're having sex, right? And then you look up and you just see that lur- lurking through the window. <laughs> is that that bloke that used to be on the telly? What is. <laughs> 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 and finally. This is nuts, right? So, what do you consider cheating? Sex. Right. right? Guess the percentage for men and the percentage for women wow. consider sex to be well, cheating. surely
3: women will all think that it's cheating.
2: 90%. Right. And 84% of men.
3: Chances. Think that well, so the 16% there's 16% think it's not cheating. Well,
2: there's 10% of
6: women that think it isn't cheating. That's a little bit
3: Mind you, bit.
2: there
6: is that amazing line. I think it's Eddie Murphy's "Raw," which is one of those so true dark comedy tapes that it's just yeah. not funny. Really, it's just musty. When he says, "One of the great get out of jail,"s his tribe was. He was called at home with somebody, and the woman he loves comes in. And he says, "Okay, okay, I was." Doing it with her, but I make love to you. Oh yes, those—that's um, a keeper. That's, those... one, that's one for the biscuit. Put that behind the biscuit tin, lad.
2: I don't think
3: it's going to wash. Have you
6: have you, uh, have you read this, the Robin Williams book? No, oh, I've
2: seen oh, it. Oh, it's great. I'm um, it um, um, halfway through it. It came out maybe a month or so ago. Oh, well, it's got an index, proper book, mate. It's a great read. It's a really, really well done. I've had it sat on my shelf for a while. It's really well done. But the uh, I'll lend it to you. It's doing the rounds. I think my sister and then you and then you. But it's, it's, I'll bring it in. But those Eddie
6: Murphy and thumbed, by the time I get it.
2: Those those Eddie Murphy tapes. I remember watching them as a kid. Yeah. You can't watch them now. Well, you can watch them, but it's all um, you know the F word for for gays. It's, I yeah. mean, there's a lot of homophobia. There's there's
6: a, there's a routine about strapping a gay man onto the top of a police van and getting him. And sc- then Michael Jackson being kind of a gay. Very assertive gay man. There's a whole routine about that. Yeah, that yeah, one? But there's some great stuff about Elvis because he loved it. He still does Eddie Murphy when he, <laughs> if he really does that. Have you noticed that Elvis doesn't uh, speak his dialogue? He sings it. Do you want a lemonade, Elvis? Lemonade. <laughs> cool, refreshing drink. <laughs> so you've got to win this race. I've <laughs> got to win this race. <laughs> it's a brilliant observation, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I wouldn't mind checking those out and seeing what uh, how, how, how they stand up. I've got Raw. If I'll find I've got it on DVD. If I find it, I'll bring it in yeah, for it before do, the end of every week. Because it'll be interesting. Because it's to one see. of those. Every couple of years, and my son loves it because yeah. when he was 17, 18, it was like the first proper Richard Pryor to Epcot yeah. So the first time as a teenager, you find,
2: uh, for me it was Derek and Clive, but uh, oh, it might have been Bad News. Anyway, you find adults. Just swearing yeah. and 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 you know being being funny and making filthy filthy jokes that you've always yeah. kind of whispered amongst your friends, and you hear or see adults doing
6: it. it's like Whoa. an audience full of four thousand adults all laughing. Yeah, at slightly uneasily sometimes. Yeah, it's a revelation, isn't it? What is on your show tonight, Paul? Ross? Before that, did you see the Sunday Times yesterday, the magazine? <laughs> oh, mate, I saw your tweet. Did this you is see
3: incredible. No, but I did see your Go tweet. On. That no. sounds like a hell a, of a I cuck had a phone
6: call from the sainted mother yesterday. I'm out <laughs> and about. She's not been that well, so but she's oh, fine. Bless but, her. Know, not been that well, so. Always a bit nervous, called her back, and she said, Oh, Paul, you've got the Sunday Times mag. Well, I see the papers here, so I tend not to buy them at the weekends. Yeah. She and they said, Well, they did a big interview with Joe Brand, she said, and they, they started, she said, I've seen it now. I so said, A couple of people have been on to me about it, and they started by saying, Joe Brand said, I don't often give interviews because I'm often misquoted, there's misinformation, and things I say get misconstrued. And they talked about her privacy and her husband, who she doesn't like getting in the, in the limelight because he doesn't want to do it. Anyway, turn the page over, and there's a photograph of Joe Brand out with her husband, except it's my mother and my stepdad. <laughs> And they were in fancy dress because at one of Jonathan's bonkers Halloween parties, no real reference to that made. My stepdad's dressed as a cowboy. My mum's dressed as some kind of weird overweight vampire woman. And it's not. And Joe, I don't know who should be more offended because like my mother's 20 years older than Joe Brand. But God bless her, Joe Brand is Joe Brand. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know who should sue who. But great... And that, the Sunday Times, what, it, from their picture, outrageous. it's bizarre, isn't it? But
2: great as well that she says, I don't normally do interviews because people get things yeah, exactly. wrong. That, and, the, and that's exactly, exactly. That's only
6: what they've done. you turn the page over and there's my gorgeous uh... mum. And also, it says something like a picture at a Halloween party, but it's more like a weird fancy dress thing. And my stepdad's dress as a cowboy. It's from Peckham. Yeah. <laughs> that, I thing. saw that tweet and I... The like, tweet- typically, the only <laughs> time this office is clean. Normally, I come in and we're ankle deep in poly bags full uh-huh. of the magazines. They've all gone.
2: The only tweet that the other tweet that made me laugh this weekend was Andy Partridge of XTC saying, I wish those idiots that stood outside my house last night singing Making Plans for Nigel would find out where the bloke who wrote it actually <laughs> yes, is. That was a great and tweet. I laughed because he was genuinely peed yeah. off. I thought, man, that's fine. Go on, you've got forty seconds. What's happening? Okay,
6: very quickly on the programme today, a couple of other grim stories we're covering. We're off to Yemen for the very first time, of course, terrible, terrible news reports emerging from that place. It's the first time we've touched base on that hideous conflict. We're also talking to a remarkable woman called Jacqueline Riding, who's written a brilliant book about the Peterloo Massacre. She advised oh, Mike Glee yeah. on his new film. Yeah. She's a top historian. Advised him on his Turner film, which I love with Timothy Spall. It's an amazing story. It's her first radio interview, so I'm looking forward to that. How Jacqueline you Riding and the book's called the, 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 "The Massacre of Manchester, Peterloo." I
2: remember doing that at school. and That was one of the th- first things in history. I went,
6: "Oh, this is actually interesting." First victim, a two-year-old boy, they wow. trampled to death.
2: Coming up with Paul Ross at one. We'll be back tonight. At ten, Tata.